Hello and welcome to the Bulk Dwellers Podcast. You've got me as your host tonight, it's uh, Gary, and I'm here with the boys tonight for episode 22. Hoods, how are you feeling? We're back, we're finally back. I'm feeling good, I'm feeling energised, I'm ready. It's, it's been a while, isn't it? It's uh, been too long, actually. <laughs> uh, Mr. It's been Mac, something how... like 84 years. Oh, it, it feels like it. <laughs> Mr. Mac, just fresh off the golf course, still smelling a grass and hitting that handicap up to minus whatever. How are you feeling? It's Friday night, mate, and I'm feeling good. Dum, dum, bum, 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 bum. I'm good. I'm absolutely fantastic. I'm glad. I'm happy that you're hosting because I know we had I we die bald a couple of episodes ago and it was just too much messing about for the style of that episode. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm quite happy that we've we've managed to get you back in the reins. It's good to get a, a, a you know a seat in the in the passenger side, especially for for this kind of episode. So I am I'm confident, happy that I'm handing the the reins over to, to somebody responsible. And I can just sit back, drink my oh, cider, that. and just enjoy life. Just enjoy life. Just watch this absolutely turn into a car crash in a minute. So, what we usually do is a wee weekly shout out to Rahula Hoop. Uh, if you've not been watching on Twitch, you should get on there because he's on there doing his good stuff with all the great anime games. Can I remember yep. that game? Mm-hmm. I looked Honkai, today and I can't Honkai even remember. That's how I pronounce it. I'm not saying that's how it's actually aye. pronounced, but Honkin' Wee Star. Um, that's aye. what he's been playing the new. <laughs> Honkin' Rails. <laughs> so uh, if you want to go out to Rahula Hoop, he's our he's our lawyer uh, for the Vault Dwellers podcast, making sure that he keeps our noses clean, um, which is always good. So a wee shout out to Rahula Hoop, and actually just a wee shout out to everybody. You know, we've there've been a lot of people behind the scenes telling us and talking about to the podcast, like Ryan and stuff, and all the other people. Um, it's just good to get feedback, and it's it's just a great to actually get these episodes out and people actually like taking them in and talking to us about them because it just means the world to us that actually we, there's people listening yep. um so anyway Indeed. never mind all of this loving and gain love out let's get right into the episode so we've got a good one oh hold on a wee minute here yeah. what's the vault dwellers about gary yeah what's the vault dwellers, the about? dwellers about oh yeah. my god sean thanks for reminding yeah. me the vault dwellers is about two pals with a 10 year dream it was on during COVID, we just decided, you know what, let's do a podcast, we've been talking about it for 10 years, let's get it done. So it's us talking about whatever we want, we talk about games, we talk about movies, we talk about TV shows, we talk about life. And no even that, we got 7 or 8 episodes in, and this be friend for America popped in. Saved us, <laughs> fucking rescued us. <laughs> he saved us, he told us he would make the vault dwellers better, and do you know what, he did his job. Perfectly well. Oh. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Nah, I'm just fair, a I... small town American. <laughs> I, I genuinely thought that you said that instead of born during COVID, that it was it was porn during COVID, and I'm like, what the fuck? Where's he gone with this? Where's he gone with this? He's been host for two fucking minutes. Right. Anyway, can I call? And so anyway, right, so this episode, we're just decided we're going to do a wee bit of, like, because of conferences and stuff like that, we're, well, the last month actually now, um, but we kind of get to see what the, the future of gaming or 
is, is going to be. So this is kind of what this episode is going to be about. So we're just going to go through kind of the highlights of what we all kind of thought, what games we liked and stuff like that. Um, but before we get into that, we've got to get into my favourite segment, which is what have we been playing? So I'm just going to kick it off since I'm talking anyway, so I might as well go. So I'll, my first game was Death Stranding. I tried this, you know, it's one of the games that's People always say you need to go for it. You need to try it. It's you need to try it. It's a Kojima game. Blah 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 blah. So I played it. I got maybe five six hours in, and I'm just thinking to myself, do you know this? See this game? It's just Disney for me, man. It just Disney for me. Um, I just think Kojima games are always just like this for me. It just I feel like it just gets in its own way with these kind of games. Um, I felt like. You know, it was, it's, he's always he's a good he is a good storyteller, and I've played a lot of the Metal Gears. I think I've played three of them or something like that, and I do enjoy these stories and stuff. But uh, as everybody knows, he just has such these convoluted stories, and I just can't. I'm just knowing a mind space for it to even get into that. I I just want see right now in my gaming lifestyle, I want somebody to tell me this is what's happening. You're this guy, and you need to do this. That's what I want. I don't want to go in and then I'm like, who's this? What's that? Is this a nightmare? Is this real life? I, I can't be asked with it. I, can't, I just can't be asked with it, especially knowing a game. Um, and, and it's just a walking simulator, and it is. It's just a delivery walking simulator with very, very rare action, and it's just that's just not the game I was feeling right now. No, no, it's not. It's it's uh, it's definitely like a. Uh, like postman Pat, as we've got over here, like delivering <laughs> parcels aye. and that kind of thing. Like, um, it, it, you know, without obviously getting into it, 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 it hit for me like quite a bit because it, it was during like COVID and that where you were just I was playing so many games, so you were I was able just to like play it in the morning, play it at night, you know, deliver a couple of things, you know, and I just I had a lot of joy for for like alright, I've got my I've got my car here and and I'm trying to build these roads and and I like opening the map and plotting my journey and not so much the story I couldn't really tell you what the story was other than connecting the country back up again by you know delivering parcels and, and reconnecting mm-hmm. that's all I could really tell you about it um it has been a few years but at the same time like I did say I did say to you as well I was I was honest and says like it's I don't think it would be for you I don't think it's for anybody or everybody um so it's I I can see why it, it wasn't uh, was it great? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just always one of the things we could dream into. Everybody, the people that love them, absolutely adore them, and they just tell you like, "Oh, you need to at least try it." And I just thought it was. I had. I've got um, PS Extra, and it just was one of the games that was on it. And I thought, do you know what? I'm I'm paying for this, so I might as well just try this game. But it just didn't. It just didn't. Just didn't land for me, unfortunately. Mm. So another game that I've been playing was Call of Duty. Cold War, uh, played the campaign for this game. Thoroughly enjoyed it actually. I really quite. I know Call of Duty's are always quite good for their, their five to six hour campaigns, but I really enjoyed it. It's kind of like that um, Cold War aesthetic where Russia versus America, like Germany's broke up after World War Two, and it's the uh, espionage and spy kind of thriller. I quite like that. Call of Duty wasn't just all 
I'm an army man and I'm going to shoot people. Boom, 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 boom. There is obviously a that in it, but I like I like the connections to the kind of spy aspect and stuff like that. It felt more like a James Bond, if you like, more than actually a Call of Duty. Yeah. Um, so I enjoyed that for the I enjoyed that for the six hours. Um, it was, it was pretty cool. Uh, and my last game that I actually just completed last night um, is Ghostwire Tokyo. I really enjoyed nice. this game. Really, oh. really enjoyed this game. Um, I, I'm kind of in a Japanese kind of mode right now. Um, I'm watching quite a lot of anime and stuff like that as well. Uh, so this just kind of fit the bill where I just wanted to kind of stay in that Japanese mode. So I thought Ghostwire Tokyo again, it was on PS Extra. Um, so I just took a plunge and went for it. And you know what? I just I really, really enjoyed it. It's like, it's, I wouldn't say it's a horror, but it is. There's freaky elements to it. Obviously, the characters are supposed to be a bit scary and stuff like that, and kind of Japanese lore. Uh, but I wouldn't say it was a really scary game, but there was something just about this game that I just felt I felt quite compelled to play it. You know, I've been mean, not to um, ruin the story, but it's kind of like your guy gets stuck in between kind of like a, a, a like purgatory kind of state, um, and it's about him trying to save souls. And you know it's such an collectathon game, which I'm no usually into. Um, and I know Ubisoft are big in their um, collect. Uh, no Ubisoft. No, that is like a Ubisoft game actually with a collectathon kind of stuff. But um, I'm not usually into these kind of games. But do you know what? I've just felt so compelled to try to save as many souls as I could because see when you're walking by them, they all say stuff like, "Oh, I was just trying to get to work and what happened to me and stuff like that." And it was like, there's just something about it that I was like, I'm just going to try and collect as much of these as possible. Um, and as I've completed it, which I think it took me about 20 hours to complete, I collected 50%, which is like 100,000 souls, right. um, which is quite a lot. Which I was quite glad that I got 50%. I was like, that's quite, that's quite good. Quite good God. I'm not, I'm not a platinum person or anything like that. So, But nice to know that I got into this game so much that I actually collected half of which is quite a lot. Yeah. Um, but uh, I really enjoyed that. The side missions were just just what they needed to be. It was just kind of sometimes it was investigations, sometimes it was boss battles, um, and the the main story itself was alright as well. It was gripping enough. It was too much. You, it was one of the kind of oh, there's a baddie, but you don't really see him till the end. You kind of see him, but you don't really engage with him a lot, kind of stuff, and till right to the end, which I I, I prefer. Um, just gives that kind of oh, I'm, I'm nearly got you, but I'm not actually got you kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, I've thoroughly enjoyed this, and as I said, completed it last night, and I was I was glad that I completed it, and it was perfect length as well, 20, 22 hours, perfect length for a game like that. But the only thing I will say about this game is when I played it, see the first cutscene, I was like, oh my god, this game is so ugly. <laughs> this game was so ugly. I was like, this is a pure double A game, like, at its finest, like, the cutscenes are, like, horrid in this game, but luckily enough, there's no a lot of cutscenes, but the actual gameplay itself looks pretty good, and Tokyo itself is actually really nice in it, I like how dense packed it feels, um, and you can, no even, it's not just near the street, you can actually, like, um, climb and stuff like that, and you get up to the roofs, and all this kind of different stuff, so you can end up, like, concrete jungle kind of thing, like, running across all different... Uh, buildings and stuff like that. Um, so uh, I, it's, it's really, really good game. Um, and th- I thoroughly enjoyed it. So that's been my games that I've been playing this week. Hey, do you oh, you play Ghostwire, don't you? I did. I uh, I want to say I was like twelve-ish hours in before I 
fell off because I ended up finding something else probably. I yeah. enjoyed what I I played of it. Like I loved that world. I thought the gameplay was fun. It was uh sometimes there is that moment where you just get into this pocket of I don't want to play this huge thing and I don't want to play a small thing. So that double A fit right in there perfect for what I wanted at that time and I mean eventually I hope to go back to it but I I really enjoyed what I played of it yeah you know it was one of the games I think I see ever I've yeah ever watched a review it just looks so boring like I don't know what it is I think yeah. it's that combat I think it's because they just use their hands it just looks so so boring but see no, we actually just, play yeah, it it's actually, it's, a, it's actually pretty fun when you're playing it it's pretty fun yeah I, I think you you summed that up perfectly. It is that thing of you have to play this. You can't just watch it. It's like what they do yeah. with VR, where they're trying to convince people, oh, VR is really cool. You don't get that sensation unless you play it. Uh, it just yeah. looks like a generic kind of thing. But once you're in that world and you're like feeling out the lore and the side quests hit and miss, but they are very much like building into that world which i liked no matter what yep. you're playing like the spirits that you're helping throughout that are very much uh ones by the end of that side mission i was like well i'm glad i saved them and freed them like i yeah. i felt a a sense of achievement in helping those lost people and i was like okay that that's a cool sensation to get with a side quest of feeling like i've made a difference and also, it benefits you in a in two different ways of you get credits to get things in the shop or whatever, but you also get uh, it for upgrades as well. Where it's like, okay, I'm I'm satisfied with what these side quests are doing. And the main villain, the opening of the game is very like, whoa, this is this is this is fucked up right now. What the hell is going on? Uh, and then after that, it kind of does calm down. And I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't say it's straight horror either. Of like. There's horror elements, uh, but yeah. it, it's very much like a, more of a mystery than anything. I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to say, I know I'm not spoiling the end, but you know, it's one of the games that quite rarely happened. You know, when you've played a game for so long, and then at the end, it like you kind of get like a wee metaphor at the end, and I just mm. kind of was like, it, it, the full game at the end, I was like, this is just like a metaphor for like life, and it's like. Don't don't be afraid of death. Like it's gonna to come to us all, but it's all kind of like we just have to keep mm. moving forward and just enjoy life until that moment. And I was like, I was that's nice. Like it was a nice, it was a nice ending. Like to get that kind of feeling for that. Uh, as I said, if I always find it quite rare to get that with games nowadays. Um, yeah, that that was nice as well. But no, you're totally right. Um, what, what have you been playing this week, Hoodie? Uh, I oh, got up to. I got up to three different things. I, oh. I'll start with the one that ties into this podcast because you last episode recommended uh, uh, Jurassic Park. I'm gonna forget the entire name of this thing for some reason. It's too long for me to remember. But is it the oh, it's is it Jurassic Park Evolution Evolution Two? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Okay, yeah, I think so. I downloaded that after the podcast ended to try it out. Never. Never played it, <laughs> and then mm -hmm. uh, picked it up a few nights ago, and I was like, "Okay, let's try let's try this out." I've got nothing else uh, on tap right now. <laughs> let's give this a shot. Started playing the campaign, played about two three hours, 
really enjoyed what I did. Uh, the first hour, all of my progress got erased, so I got upset with it, um, and then stopped. But then I went into free mode. Very fun. I like making the park. I like having a little bit of this and that i like designing how the layout's going to be for the park goers to see the dinosaurs i do like the elements of yeah you could put it on autopilot where in the game uh the dinosaurs are on the loose so you kind of have to capture them and bring them back into the park uh, that you're building around them essentially and you have the option to either put it on autopilot where a team will dispatch and go get them for you, or you can pilot the helicopter yourself, switch to your character, and then like tran tranquilize them and, and pick them up and, and bring them back. All, all that kind of stuff is way more fun than I thought it was going to be. I thought, oh, yeah, I'll just put it like Sims autopilot. And half the time I was like... Kind of disappointed that they got to do that, and I didn't. So I took control of the helicopter most of the time, went out there to find the dinosaurs. It's not like it's a huge thing to do. It's It yeah. takes maybe like one or two minutes. Uh, but it's really fun. I like the idea that every dinosaur, and it is obvious that it would do that, but I don't play that many of these style of games, so it was new to me, where every dinosaur has its own like thing that it needs um, I can't remember the first dinosaur that you get or its name, but it's like, it really likes rocks. So like put rocks everywhere. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's fun. Okay. But this dinosaur yeah. doesn't like rocks. So make sure that there are more plants around. I'm like, oh, okay. So I'll create its own habitat for that thing. And then they're like, well, the viewing party has to be able to see both dinosaurs. I'm like, oh, I just, I structured this whole park poorly because now they can't see either dinosaur it's one or the other it's like uh, all of those little meta things are fun to think about and then you actually have to put effort into becoming a uh you know what an architect there we go i the i the, was lost for the word you have to really think like an architect in some ways like the bare minimum version of it but it is like oh this is smart i like thinking about this i like planning this out it does have that sims hook where it is like yeah i'll build a house and have a family oh no 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 i now i need to expand this because uh, we have another uh, person in our family now oh the neighbor yeah. wants to live with us well i better build another house and you get caught up in that and like <laughs> Like you said, uh, last episode, it was one of those things where you just lost track of time. I was two hours later, like, I don't know if I accomplished anything, but I now have three power outlets, and that's pretty cool. Uh, it's like, uh, so, yeah, I was having a lot of fun with that. I will go back to it uh, just to play in free mode. I can't do campaign anymore because I don't want to risk losing all of my data for, you know, an hour or so. And then I'll be like, ah. but the, oh, no. the free mode was great. Um it can you oh, can you do the what's the oh what's that called? It's no it's no free mode. It's the one underneath it. It's like um, it's like no snow disaster. It's something like that. Carnage mode. Oh, I don't know what it's called, but that if it, it's the one it's the one. It's like underneath the free mode, um, and it's called something. It's like Carnage or something like that. See if you do <laughs> them, they're they're like the stories of. Um, they like the stories of like it's like the Jurassic Park one, and it's like this is before oh. Jurassic Park one was fucked up, and you get to take control <laughs> and you get to do it. I I would do them because really they, cool. they they give you a kind of more it's more story kind of campaign because they kind of give you objectives and stuff like that. 
Uh, but I like it's in that. The, the vein of that that movie because it's like at the end of that, I think it's like now you will get your T Rex kind of you know it's that kind of thing. Um, no, no, but see, everything, see yeah. everything you said. I mean, I, I said that the last time. I mean, I made a park and I made it so everything was at like beside my helicopter or all the tourists <laughs> yeah. coming in. And as soon yeah. as it all my park, I was like, this does not work. Like, it nope. just does not work. And I was like, nope. I have to reconstruct uh, my entire park now that I've opened to all the public. Yeah. And I had to try and, like, fix it all while they were already there. And it's a game that I'm dying for Mr. Matt to get into because I can see him fucking oh, loving this game. He would be game. lost in this. I have seen uh, what his be. No Man's Sky universe looks like. And this uh, is right up his alley. Because it is that boy. thing of... Although I, I am still upset that I lost all that data, it did help me realize, oh, I had already fucked up my park. So then just going into free mode, I had the tools and memory to be like, don't do that again. Uh, uh, so, you know, a, a silver lining to that. But yeah, uh, I really I'm not a big fan of the Jurassic Park series uh, in general. It's just it's not my jam. I uh, But I did like the fact that this is so heavily tied into that universe and it acknowledges that universe it doesn't feel like like not to you know disregard mobile games but kind of like a, a cheap mobile game that they just made because they wanted to make money off of it it really does feel yeah. like they care about this series uh all, almost all of the characters i can think of are in this thing and uh yeah. the the person who is doing jeff goldblum really good job i i I think it is actually him. I'll need to look yeah. that up. I'm pretty sure I'm Please pretty do. sure he, he was in the second one, so you just keep going and I'll just uh, look was, that up. And... If it is him, I like I mean if it isn't him, wow. I was very impressed sitting there being like, Man, you're you're I can't quite tell if you are him or not. Cause the back of my brain is like, well, would he sign on to do a video game? I mean, it's Jeff Goldblum. He would do crazy things. So maybe. But, I, yeah, I really enjoyed him. I, uh, Like I said, I'm not a big fan of the series. But if you love those characters, they are in here. Uh, and they do help you throughout the story mode from what I played. Like um, yeah. uh, uh, um, Bryce Dallas Howard's character. Oh, I'm bl- I think her name's Claire, maybe. Yeah, She's kind yes. of like still in charge of everything so she's overseeing it there's a new character that i don't know from the movies and he's kind of like i don't know he's kind of a tight ass who's like get this done before this time's over and i'm like okay oh, man. Yeah, yeah, all right yeah, yeah. uh chris pratt's character owen uh kind of assists you with helping understand the the um the data around each dinosaur which again i think that was a more interesting part to me of like oh, this dinosaur likes this kind of landscape and they need this amount of water. Like, it isn't just put water down in a rock. Like, well, if there's too many rocks, they get too afraid and they get anxious. Like, you really have to think about that stuff because the there is a comfortability meter. And if you don't meet that for the dinosaurs, they will, like, die. Or worse, start... Well, I mean, not worse. The, the, the dinosaurs dying is the worst. But, like... <laughs> Dinos- they would the worst worst part of that would be the dinosaurs eating all of your people and then dying because that's also an option uh yep. so yep. like i uh, shoot i better think about this so they don't go in rampage mode because i did do that where i put the outpost for the rangers to go in and like check how everything's going 
But then I w- didn't pay attention to the comfortability meter, and then the ranger started dying, and the dinosaur broke out and then died. And I was like, <laughs> I feel really bad right now. <laughs> this was my fault. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's really good. Really good. Um, uh, uh, by the way, it was Jeff Goldblum that did it. He did that. Wow. Okay. You know what? Shout out to Jeff Goldblum for being in it, because it's it makes it better. Like, I was sitting there being like, oh, man, he's... If this isn't Jeff Goldblum, this guy's really good, and I'm enjoying the way he's talking and you know yep. saying things. I'm like, ah, I want Jeff Goldblum to come back. He's the opening <laughs> of the game. Uh, yeah, the um, the other game I was playing, uh, I I did two different ones. I started playing Undertale, which I think is a game that everyone on Earth has said forever is like the greatest thing since sliced bread and. Uh, Came on PlayStation Extra or Premium, and I downloaded that. I started playing it, and I think I, it's a really great game. It is that thing of I already know so much about it, and I know the kind of like, not twist, but uh, subverting of expectation on things. And so that probably would have been more magical had I not known like, oh, it's not going to be your traditional game. It's going to kind of screw with you in parts. If you think you should do this, guess what? The game says you shouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that kind of bit of spark wasn't there for me, and I I don't know if I'm going to finish it. I really enjoy what is there. I think the characters are funny. I think the world is interesting. Uh, It's got a great sense of humor to it, Um, but... It, it is that thing, I think, if I had played it, you know, day one, a decade ago or whatever it came out, like, I would have been right there with everybody else. Um, mm. So it's more on me than anything. Right. But I uh, I enjoyed what I, I played of it. Uh, and then the the last, well, I mean, Fortnite, shout out Prop Hunt Mode. This is just a tangent. <laughs> I've been playing Prop Hunt Mode with, with uh, Mrs. Mac and Ben and Carl and his freaking awesome and it's so good and it's essentially hide and seek where you go around this map and you could turn into any object on this map and then the person has to hunt you down and there will be pings every like 30 seconds so you can try and pinpoint the location of the person that's hiding as a duck or a banana or a chair and you just like track them down it is so much fun uh we we played several I've only been a witness to this, like, because I come in usually. Yeah, I yeah. do my shop on a Sunday. I come in, and the guys are just finishing up playing it um, with Mrs. Mac, and they'll be sitting, and Jillian will just be ending herself as I'm, as I'm, you know, sitting down to have something to eat. She's just giggling away in the corner, and then you'll hear Hoodie and Ben laughing, and then I'll turn around and look at the screen, and, and suddenly Ben's running across the. The, the screen and he's like a full giant wall like a giant massive wall <laughs> um, and uh, you know it's Jillian's told me a few things as well like that she was um she had turned into like a person like so like a, a, an animatronic yeah. kind of person and she started she was yeah. moving the character about imitating the, the same animatronic movements as the people as the is the AI controlled ones and Ben couldn't find her. Um so right at the very end, um I think the timer was about to run out and she she said to Ben, she's like, Look, Ben and he turned around and she was moving about and he he kinda of busted laughing. He's like, Do you know what? I'll give you that. Like that was such a good 
like prop to pick <laughs> and you sold it really well so he's like he's, he did the killer he just kind of gave her the the win for that one so i, I i've <laughs> said to her that i'd like to jump in hopefully maybe next friday or something that would be a good a good time a good friday would suit, suit us all better but i would love to to play that because it looks really fun oh we'd love to have you because it it really is and just the three of us it's so much fun but then when you add in carl and then bore people it becomes more chaotic and the creativity like you were talking about of what can i turn into because I, I i started out being like a cup and i was like can i do something else and then i did turn into like the side of the plane and then i did turn into a ship that was in the sky and i just sat there as if that was supposed to be a normal prop which is like nine times the size of anything else on the ship uh and (laughs) surprisingly i won three rounds as a giant ship and no one noticed uh one of my favorite moments is uh jillian was a water tower and she just parked in front of the entrance and it took me forever to notice her. Like I, it just didn't register in my brain that she was a water tower, just sitting in the middle of nowhere. Like it didn't fit whatsoever. That was the best part of it. And I'm just, she, she's laughing. Oh, she was, she was just like, essentially you're like, you're fucking with me. You have to be able to see me at this point. Like, <laughs> I couldn't, I just, my brain could not fu- like process that. And then by the time I found it out, I was like, oh, come on. And we're all cracking up over like, she's just this water tower in the middle of this like Western town. It's so good. Uh, yeah, it's just a blast of a mode. I can't get enough of it. Also gives you great XP surprisingly. Like, yeah, we yeah, leveled up that. about 10 or 12 levels, which is like crazy for a no, creator good. mode. Um, yeah. Uh, so that, that was, you know what? That's a good place to, to wrap up what I've been playing. What have you been playing, Mac? Um, I have been playing golf, 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 golf. <laughs> Let's um, go. <laughs> playing golf. So um, <laughs> I, I, I said this the last time I was on and, and I've, I've still continued to to play it what i'll do is i think it's going to be one of those games that i just keep continuing to play so i think at this point eight hours in is where i'll kind of put a verdict in i'm not even i'm I'm a third through the pga so i've still got hey so we can hear them i wasn't sure if you could actually hear the the sound effects sort of I, I, I can't actually hear it oh you can't right because it's me and hoodie like i don't know you've, you've no see the whatsapp um, group but uh once you were introing hoodie's um wrote in the whatsapp group he's like what the fuck was that sound effect because i played that sad <laughs> horn when you said uh, oh that you were on the um when you were on the anti death stranding i went brr, 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 and you just kept going like natural because you couldn't hear it um, and who they, who, who, who they i had to myself it got me so bad <laughs> <laughs> it's so good um so uh, i sorry so i've, I've it's like i said i'm 80, 80 hours in i'm about a third the way through the the pga tour um so i thought you know this would be a good point to kind of render a verdict as a is, is it, if anybody was fucking interested and then I'll just stop talking about it <laughs> for now and I'll just say I'm still playing golf but um, what what I would say is if anybody is genuinely um, interested I don't know if a few, I know at least one person who listens is, we're playing and, and, and Ben as well so there is a, there is a few anyway um, so 
it's I would say that it's a good game in terms of like if you you know you put put the PG on. I can't figure out. Maybe you could Google it. I've played enough now that I'm just I'm just gonna roll with because I quite like it. But it seems to be as if you can only do like, um, like full or um only the important holes. So you're either doing like every tournament you're either doing four rounds or you're only playing the important holes of each round. So it's like basketball and NBA basketball right. games when you play like, just say you you start and and you and then it cuts off and you come back and you're like five down yeah. when you were ten ahead like i'm not yeah. I, i'm not playing a game where i i got a hole in one then all of a sudden i come back two holes three holes later and i'm and i'm fucking over par like it, i just thought you know i'm gonna, mm. just gonna play every hole and i so i started it and i'll be honest i I, did, I had to adjust it and put the difficulty away down so that i could actually enjoy it but you know sometimes i'll be like scudding it you know buddies galore and and then you know the next course I'll play it just it doesn't suit my play style and I'll be like you know struggling to get a win or I'll place in the top three so I'm winning a lot which is unusual for PGA you don't really get people winning con you know constantly um but I'm not going to increase the difficulty in that because I'm I'm enjoying it so and it's still it's still like I have to be on my game like I can't. I can't need to turn them off or anything like that. I have to, you have to, I have to play well. So I'm just going to kind of keep it at that. Um, You've got enough frustrations with real life. Hundred percent, hundred percent, one thousand percent. Actually, um, I would say if I was marketing, if I was saying to you, like if I was talking to you for for instance, um, Gary, in terms of your character, very limited um, in terms of like mm. cost, like creating it, and then super super limited as to what you can put them in like dress wise um what exactly. ones are sorry you're right this is the a1 pga one the, the other yeah. one's not, not any better if i'm honest it um the both of them have, have their have their plus and minuses uh, this game's much better than the than the uh is it 2k that make the other okay. one I can't yeah. i've got it there 2k23 um i would say that the the ea's one is miles better in terms of um you know the clubs they're really generous with the clubs and you know you can do a lot of challenges to unlock you know different drivers and different iron sets and, and things um so i have a bit of affinity for the brand cobra because that's the the driver i bought um so i've done all of the challenges for that and it's quite good yeah they're actually quite difficult because they switch off a lot of the like putting assists and stuff so they don't tell you where to aim mm. you just have to kind of get it so the frustration with that is you have to actually at the end the last couple of challenges is like playing like 18 holes and not getting any bogeys like you have to par or better every single hole so it just teaches yeah. you a wee bit of kind of discipline as well because it will be like three challenges so you can't birdie you've got to get fairways in regulation every time or 10 of them something like that and you've got to beat the ai that you're playing against so mm. it's quite it's quite frustrating because you have to go and then they have to go you watch them go um so it's quite slow so it's a lot slower than if you were playing yourself um and yeah. you know so I, I would say um for me it's the challenges are good because they get you um xp but they also get you in-game currency which i spent majority of mine on improving my you can do like boosts like add like boosts onto your clubs like certain clubs like, so you like boost your wedges or irons or whatever but um in terms of like clothing and stuff like it's so expensive to like buy trainers 
t-shirts, whatever else, and even like if you know, I'm not saying I was close to putting money into it, but you can you can go and and spend like real game money and then use the alternative credit. But you're talking about, I think, I mean, don't quote me on this right, but I'm sure it would be like eight pound ears for like a t-shirt, one t-shirt. You know oh, what I mean? Geez. Like, what the fuck is that? You know, like, I want, like, I want £8. Must, must $12, $11, probably. Uh, I want to be, like, fully kitted out for that. You know, I want to be yeah. able to completely customise my character for that kind of money. You know, maybe twice, two, three, two, three times over for what it is. Like, you're not getting any benefit from it. It's, you know, it's just aesthetics. It's nothing. So why not just... I don't know, maybe there's some people end up... They, they can see the... They can check the numbers, and some clown yeah. is giving them a lot of money to dress their guy in the best ping titleless gear. I don't know, but for me, um, a good for a golf game, maybe a good eight, 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 you know, solid eight, no more, no less. What, what would you give two K in that same rating? Two K, I don't know, between seven and eight, so not far behind, but I just find that you're kind of it's kind of stagnant like you start winning quite yeah. early and then you don't really have like a lot of it seems to so with with 2k you unlock like golf heads and attachments and stuff like that and then you pay to have the attachment put on you know what i mean yeah. like and then yeah. and then so and then like you unlock golf balls and you set the golf balls and then like even if you don't lose them even if you don't put them out of bounds like you use them and then so many rounds later they've ran out and then you've got oh, to like either refill sweet. them with the money or it's i just i couldn't sweet. get it I, I didn't really follow it a lot yet. it just wasn't making a lot of sense so for me like in terms of like the shorts and all the different things you can do and um EA, like uh, I'm playing it there now. As like I said, eighty hours in, and I did the I didn't do PGA first. I did the other mode first, the con tour or whatever, and you know made my way up, qualified to the PGA. So because I'm playing like the full thing and all the events, you can do a shortened version. Because I'm playing the full version, like there's still courses yeah. that I haven't played yet. So I'm still kind of looking forward to it, but I don't, you know, as much. It's dead easy for me to put on at night and play around two rounds because um, I like that you've got four because the first two is like first one is learning the course second one is can you make the cut the third one is get as best score as you can the fourth one is trying to win it you know what I mean so as much as you're playing the same course four times I don't unless it's a Sunday I don't tend to play them all back to back Um, so you're kind of playing them across the, the nights and there has been a few that I've played where I'm like, I'm fucking no getting this. Like, I'm just withdrawing. Like, it's just fucking solid. Um, it's just yeah. not worth it. So, I just kind of pop out. So, um, um, right, so again, that this is the deepest I'll ever go into this. I'm happy to take any questions on DM and stuff. But, you know, in terms of a get for a golf game, it's really, really good. I, I honestly would recommend um, it to anybody that's interested. Even you, um, carried down the line, if, it's, if it was really cheap in you. And you took a kind of wee fancy or a, a notion um, for it, but um, it is frustrating to see still these companies taking, you know, taking the piss a wee bit for, yeah, you yeah. know, uh, aesthetics, shoes, and 
and stuff like that. I don't mind like for equipment grinding a wee bit and getting better equipment, grinding a bit mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. unlocking doing challenges and doing that. Because especially I don't... if that's 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 upgrading your stats and stuff like that as ah, well, exactly. your shots and stuff. Ah. Whereas a bit of clothes, isn't it? No, no. I mean, I don't. I'm I'm getting fed up seeing my wee guy just looking like plain generic, you know, bargain bin <laughs> guy. But I just don't want to spend the the money. No. Maybe maybe I'll. I'm happy with the skills and the ability. I've I could keep going and and getting more things for him. But maybe now when I win more competitions, I'll start maybe saving up for like a t-shirt so that I'm I feel a wee bit. Oh, this is my guy. Like um, yeah. But you would expect, <clears throat> at, you know, eight years in that I would be, you know, full of clobber, you know. So I don't know. We we'll just Aye. have to wait it's, and see. It's strange in this. I know. I know there's money to be made everywhere, and they obviously see that. But it's just feel. I feel like surely these companies would rather people be like, "Oh, look, my wee guys dressed in full night gear," you know, Aye. especially yeah. if playing on streams and whatever else, you know. Yeah. Surely that's that's much more incentive to actually have everybody wearing the stuff than nobody wearing it because it costs a stupid amount of money yeah uh, aye right. anyway exactly so this is, this is where we usually we put our uh, EA bring fight night back but we're going to change this segment up for just a wee bit and we're I, going to I, would, bring... I did have another game you know oh sorry sorry <laughs> can, I, can I just throw this in here <laughs> go for just it with, this goes with us cool. so instead of instead of EA bring fight night back which we all we all want to evolve well as a part, maybe a part of your idea I don't know if you ever play the boxing game uh, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna bring we're gonna bring back yeah fucking where where was the happy uh, the days they used to play DMX and Tiger Woods games Aye. and let you let you wear kilts let you Aye. have some clobber you let you look some fucking you look smashing and all I'd your love a kilt. that's a good show actually I would love a kilt come on come Aye. on yeah it's a Scottish game but these two at least have a kilt in it and some Scottish clays in it at least. I- and I Mr. would Max maybe pay money. Nothing. I'd maybe pay money for that, Ooh. by the way. If there was a kill. We've already paid money for a kill before. I know, I know. We don't, Tom we Clancy. That. Tom Clancy. Right. Right, right. Sorry, right. So, and sorry, Mr. Max. Sorry, oh, Mr. No. Max. Your oh. next game. Sorry, my, my, my next game. So, um, I I'd played, uh, I've I played two games, um, about the same amount, and then and then I got to my, my my actual game that I the other game I played. So. The two games I started um, was uh, Planet of uh, Lana or Lena, I don't know the, the quite mm-hmm. the pronunciation, I played that, um, maybe just the first you know half an hour or something, just a tutorial and the starting kind of thing, it's a side-scroller um, kind of game, indie game, it's really really nice, really really good um, you know visuals and stuff and um, it kind of has a wee bit of, um, I don't know what what is that fucking bow and arrow game that uh, Horizon? Sorry, I don't know why my mind is shite. Anyway, has a bit of kind of Horizon vibe about it with kind of robots and you're trying to kind of avoid and avoid combat and stuff like that. So I'm going to stick that out. I quite enjoy. It. I think it's quite a short game. Anyway, so I'm going to uh, I'm going to stick that out um, and see how I got on with it. But um, I also started because um, I got them on the cheap on the Steam Deck, uh, the first and the second one, and I've never played them before. Um, but I, I played the first 20 minutes or so of uh, Portal as well, because I've never played the game, so I started that, so I'm not, again, I'm not going to get into that, because everybody in the granny's played that game, so um, I just I just thought I'd mention it, that I've, uh, I did play other games, and uh, you know, I'm just running about the <laughs> Swear Golf Club, check before. Um, so 
<laughs> so <laughs> between this week I've ramped up and run um, credits on Star Wars um, again Gary, me and Gary have done for this game and um, so I'm going to bring Gary up tomorrow and he's going to start it so I don't want to say um, too much uh, I will say Hoodie was Hoodie was right as 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 much as what I'll say. Um for it. He he was he was correcting and apologising uh, or saying sorry, saying saying sorry every time I've I said I was playing the game. Um, <laughs> it's it's uh aye, it's something. It's something. Um aye, it's something. I don't want to say it too much because Gary's a bit of player, so I don't want to ruin it. Um but uh, it's what it's would you enough. Out of ten? Don't know, man. Week seven. <laughs> a week seven. Looking forward to it. Aye. I won't say anything more to it, but uh, uh, it was that thing of, oh man, I was so high on it. And then like, uh, by the end of it, I was like, yeah, it's a solid seven. And now I'm at, it's a okay 6.5. <laughs> mm. It definitely got away with it a wee, a wee, a wee, a wee bit. I think I just think that, given how Fallen Order landed, I just don't see how this this was the step. This was the way that they decided to go. Again, I, I'm not getting into it because I I want Gary to play it, and he'll yeah. he'll form his own opinion anyway, and probably be really enjoy. I mean, I I loved the start. Um, loved the lightsaber stuff. Loved all the combat. And all that kind of good stuff, um, and then the more you play it, the the enemies t- just doesn't really work in the map. I don't understand. They don't they a survey on Man. what people like. I don't I don't I don't get it. It's not a Metroidvania game. It's a fucking mess. Like the map is shit. Yeah. Um, oh boy. So anyway, it doesn't matter. I, I'm sure Gary, you you'll be fine anyway. It is good. Though, honestly, I, I, it's just. <laughs> It's just frustrating. It. It's just frustrating. Like, yeah. I know because you, you you loved the you loved the other one so much. Is there? I you? I, I platinum the first one, and this is it's nothing to do with the fact that that you're looking for the game, and I'm and I'm and I'm bringing it to you. The more mm-hmm. I fucking want to platinum this, I don't want to play anymore. Yeah. That's yeah. I don't know. Maybe that speaks to the same thing. I don't know, but I'm just uh, that's me. I'm kind of right. Next, move on. Um, so anyway, that's yeah. what I'll do in, uh, on this podcast as well. We'll move on. Because uh, again, I don't want to get into it. But um, by me and Hoodie, we can. <laughs> me and Hoodie can talk. I messaged Ben the other night, and Ben, uh, I was trying to play the oh, game, ben and Ben sent me like fucking twenty messages, like full fucking pages and pages worth of stuff to <laughs> to say to say on it. And I'm like, oh shit, Ben, I'm still oh. playing it. And he was saying, I think he said something that <laughs> happened as well. And I'm like, Ben, I'm still fucking playing it. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm not finished, you know. Because I was right, at the, I right I mean, at the very end. So anyway, so aye, so that was um, that was one of those things of if you think I'm low on it, oh, wait until you hear what Ben has to say about it. He's, <laughs> he's something else. Uh. He's definitely something else. Um, so aye, that's that's what we've been what I've been playing, mate. Um, a couple of wee, a couple of wee hits. Um, I've been feeling, I've been feeling one game, and I'm telling you something. I'm going to hold off, but I want your expert opinion, right? So this is the game that I want to play, right? Oh, right, oh, but, oh, right. But the question, the question is, right? The remastered in the first one, but do you play that first? 
given that it would then play into. Yes. That's fine. If oh. you if if oh. any time you feel like you're gonna to need to play Red Dead Redemption Two, you disregard every other game, especially a golf game, and you put Red Dead Redemption Two in and you play it start to finish. <laughs> but then, but so when the remaster comes out, though, that's when I'm gonna. That's when I'm no ah. the remaster the first one. I'm saying. Ah, I know. For that, just get that. Get two played right now. And get then, it played. And then, and then move it. Play that finish first. the cut. Just finish this podcast. Get it on. Get it stopped. <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely. It, it, you know, as I, I was saying, I think I said this in the last pod. Like when I was playing Grand Theft Auto, like I literally just played that game in December, and like it was like, oh, it must have been me. I was like. Oh, I don't know, I could go and play Red Dead Redemption 2 again. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had that with a game before. No, it's so it's weird. Such a it's strange so weird, draw. that game. I, I'm gonna um I put this out I put this out to the to the general public as well, but to be honest with you, it's it's moving it's moving house tomorrow, so um I would it'd be good if you if you could think of any, but so basically tomorrow um I'm going to through to Gary's, we're gonna do a wee bit of golf actually, but gonna to go to Gary's and um my dad's actually looking for my PlayStation 4, so I'm going to give him a PS4 Pro, a um, couple of controllers and that, um, and then I'm going to give him some games. Now, he's, he is, um, he loved, me and him used to play tennis a lot, we haven't mentioned that in the podcast, we played tennis a lot, so I'll, I'll give him tennis, and I'll give him golf, um, kind of give him the 2K23 game, because the PS5 I've got, but um, I'm going to make sure my account's uh, logged in he should be able to access all my stuff and my games but um, I would like even if he's kind of getting right now on your on your feet um, but that's you know 51 52 I don't know he's 50 something um, so he's not really played a lot of games since back in the Sega days but if you can hank it anything that you think I might have or any of the classics any of the stuff you hank you know what it's simple enough you know, to 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 jump any, into then. Any any Call of Duty games? Uh, I think I actually might have um one of yours that you just gave me and said don't don't give me it back. So, uh, right, but maybe that that's I think uh, that's simple enough to play a Call of Duty game. You know, once you uh, start getting your, you'll need to get his heat run the uh, the sticks and stuff like that. But that'll come. I I don't think he was t- too bad with him. Um, I used to play. <laughs> So I used to play uh, San Andreas, right? And I had a save that was um, at the casino. And so he would use my save uh, on the casino and he would go and play blackjack or whatever for me and win loads of money. And I would freak out because then he would spend it all and lose it all. Because <laughs> um, I wanted him to make me loads of money. So I think he's... I think he would be alright, but the only problem is that he does have um, flare-ups for arthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, so it's quite heavy duty. Mm. Um, so I think you know he's maybe looking for something that's uh, light, light on the hands. But at the same time, um, oh. I, would, I would, I'd, you know, I'm no too thingied with that. I think he'd maybe be able to play a wee bit here and there of different things, but. I'm thinking you, a few things. Sorry, mate. Do you have any of the local Roku games or Little Big Planet or Lego? Because those was, are always ones that I think Lego are so well. casual. I, I was thinking yeah. Lego. That'd be a good, um, a good uh, kind of thing to get. 
yeah, you're doing because it's quite basic and, and simple and stuff as well. So, um, very I, minimal I, use of hands as well. It's kind of just like I, one analog and X for I, the most right. part. Yeah, definitely. I think yeah. I genuinely do think he would just spend all his days playing playing <laughs> uh, tennis and golf anyway. But I would just I would like to. Mm. I appreciate your, your guys' um, suggestions. Yeah, that was good. So everybody else. FIFA, FIFA as well. FIFA, I good shout. FIFA, is a good shout. I've got, I've got loads um, kicking about. So maybe package that up. I'm gonna have a wee look tomorrow in the, because I've got games here, and I've mm-hmm. got games in this drawer behind me, and then I've got a full big crate of them as well. So anything that I can. You know what? You know what you need to get your dad into FM. Oh, you get him like a football manager. He aye. would go mental for that. Aye, he, he would enjoy that. I would actually. Uh, you're right. You're right. Aye, maybe, that's, maybe that's a good show, actually. Aye. So anyway, I appreciate that, guys. Thanks very much. No, no problems. So, we're getting straight into the episode. So, by the way, we kind of done this. We just kind of, I just kind of put it out there to the boys. And we, it was kind of like actually a month ago when the conference started going. I was like, let's do a, it was actually a conference roundup. Then we kind of changed it and we we're like, do you know what? It's these day a conference roundup. We'll just do highlights. We'll just do whatever games kind of picked our fancy. So, we just kind of put a list together. Um, we just kind of put all the ideas out. What does everybody like? What did everybody want? So, we just kind of went. And put this list together. So we're going to start with Ubisoft, and the first game that we seen that we liked was Avatar: uh, Frontiers of Pandora. Uh, I thought this game looked fantastic. Actually, you know, um, Av- Avatar is one of these um, kind of things that I don't know really interested. I've seen the first film, and I was like, ah, you know, whatever, it's all right. I've not seen the second film. But actually seeing this game, I was like, this is maybe the gateway drug into getting me into Avatar. Um, I just thought this gameplay, the kind of sort of Far Cry-esque um, I was Avatar. Thinking it's, it's like Avatar Far Cry. Like, uh, that's why, that's yep. probably the only thing. I'm actually probably in the same boat as you. Like, I, I could take a leave Avatar. Um, don't really remember. I, I, know, I know the gist of the, the film, um, but I don't. I don't know, it doesn't really bother me that uh, that whole kind of... I understand people going and stealing all the resources and, and all that kind of stuff. It's you know story being yep. told a million times, but um, I don't know, I just don't... The aesthetic of the Avatar, the actual people, like, I just... I don't know, I just don't... Oh, it doesn't sell me, but the gameplay... Yeah, yeah. Gameplay I'm, I'm in on, I'm all in on, so maybe it's yep. a, a win-win for, for that. I really like. Yeah, that um, was. Don't you go ahead, you go. I'm I'm not gonna say much on this game at all, aside from. Uh, I I think the world of Pandora is really cool. It's mm-hmm. just that I don't I don't personally like the movies. Uh, I couldn't even finish the second one, and then I'm not interested in the like. I like everything about the world except its inhabitants from the villains or the people that live there. Uh, and and then also I don't like Far Cry games. So this was like a game of, oh, okay, this uh, one's not yeah. for me. Uh, but I, I'm excited to watch any one of my friends play this game. Because, <laughs> yeah, again, yeah. I think the world of Pandora is very cool. Like I'm excited one day to go to the uh, the theme park based around the world, and the, mm-hmm. that's 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 about my only input. 
Yeah, that's that's what actually I was going to say there. I was going to say um, the world is uh, just looks fantastic. Um, you know that alien sort of world uh, that we've all seen in Avatar. You know, it's right. like splashed with color and it just looks beautiful. But right. also <clears> the, the the thing that I liked about Far Far Cry uh, Far Cry Primal was that they just felt different. You know, and it was like man versus monster. Um, but the problem with Far Cry Far, ugh, Far Cry Primal was the weapons. That was the problem. You know, it was like a club and a spear and an arrow. And I, I get it. I get it. It was supposed to be caveman. I get yeah, it. Go take that just, woolly mammoth. Exactly. I seventeen spears later. You know, um, when I feel like this, this has got potential because you're going to have the guns. You're going to have the weapons. You know, you're going to have all that kind of stuff. Do you know? I wanted to. Um, I, I did actually put a, a note on this. Like. I don't know how like scaled up it will be, but it does look like it's much like like scaled up for for Far Cry. Like even mm-hmm. the even like Far Cry Six's map was hu- like humongous. Like when you're flying up through it and stuff. But yeah, yeah. The fact that you can ride those um, I don't know what the creatures are called, but let's just call them creatures. I don't know so you 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 kind of ride them. You I think it looks like you kind of tame them and then ride them for what I can remember. Mm-hmm. Um, watching the trailer again as a wee refresher this week, and um, it looked like you covered like like vast amounts of like land and, and jungle and stuff. But the yeah. the joy of Far Cry is like when you're flying. Although Far Cry flies a pain in the ass because you, you you they've got loads of the anti tank things and stuff to stop you, but. My point would have been, sorry, going off on that tangent there, but you're flying <laughs> in, in Far Cry and you're flying through the jungle and then you hit the beach bit and then you hit the city and yeah, yeah. is there yeah. going to be enough variety in like Pandora because it's just jungle, like it's jungle and jungle and jungle, like so it comes a point where, you know, it's just the same, 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 you know, I don't, I don't know, maybe... Maybe there is a wee, a way of of changing the landscape because it's who they said that's there's a big draw to it. So yeah, I've not I've not yeah, my yeah. fan over him. That's right. No, no, I know. Actually, that's a good, that's a really good point. Actually, um, we'll just need to kind of see and wait. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure they'll have the biomes. You know, the maps that they always usually do. Yeah. This is the snow place of yeah. Pandora. This is the wet place. Yeah. You know, they'll have all I, that kind I, of I stuff. I think it'll be good. I, I think it'll be good. It looked it looked impressive enough. Um, yeah. And and I I like Far Cry um, games because I, I like the fact that you just switch off and it's just. This, yeah, yeah. this, 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 so. Yeah. We'll it's going to we'll be see. weird being a massive avatar, which is supposed to be like 14 foot tall, versus all these wee humans that are like 6 feet tall. <laughs> it's going to be, I'm sure there's going to be some fun, like, punting people and all that kind of stuff all in right. this kind of game. Looking forward to that. Because right. uh, the pesty humans coming to take what is rightfully theirs that they, they think. Guard jobs. <laughs> So sticking with Ubisoft, this is one that uh, me and the Hoods uh, put on. I'm not sure if Mr. Mac's interested, but it's Assassin's Creed Mirage. Um, Mr. Mac's in the face of saying that. I'll, nah, I'll just, mate. I'll just go. I'll go first, right? Then you just can, you just can rescue it, right? But um, I, I've wrote my first note is that it's return to form, right? I'll say, I'll say that much. But, but at what cost, right? I don't like. I don't really like. That side, I loved the last game. I don't like the scale of the last game. It just, again, it just so happened to be that the last one landed at a point um, where I was spending a lot of time watching people on Twitch and 
Um, I was just my mind was just switching off, and I just fell in love with the combat and the um, the tree, the uh, the skill tree, because you could you could literally like go up a branch and then be like, nah, I don't want the three anymore. I'll just take that one out, and it will take all the other ones out. And then I can, I loved that. That was perfect, but it just was too big a game. So I I understand like bringing it back to its to its grass um, roots, but for me like it's. I don't like the I don't like that city backdrop. That I don't know if it's like kind of Tuscan style. I, I think like, it's I think it's Baghdad or Kuwait. Aye, I think so it's in Iraq. Maybe I, I'm just not into the, the that kind of like I don't know what I don't know what the word to describe. But you know what I'm, you know what I mean. Like these wee small close like the the basically the cities for the first game first yeah, yeah. game or whatever I, i'm no i'm no i'm not super into that but I, what i will say um to, to put a positive spin on it as a as a throwback to you is the stealth the stealth could win me over because the stealth looked really really good um yeah. i don't like an assassin's creed games where they can see you for miles and stuff um but they don't look stupid either you know what i mean that yeah. obviously they fall for like the thing where you throw in the ground but i love things <laughs> like that i love when you throw something hey the what's that go, oh. <laughs> must be nothing, you know, and they get a fucking arrow hanging out their head. But uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm into that side. I'm into the stealth. I think yeah. there could be a lot of good um, things. I think, I think there could be a lot of set pieces as well. You know, that's always been the yeah, issue I, with Assassin's Creed. Sorry, Hoodie. Uh, I'm just, I'm just saying one. But I think that's always been the problem with Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed started and it was pure stealth. When it was the stealth it didn't really work but it was like a pure stealth game and it was like you have you only need to stab somebody once and they'll die and then they went to the the greek one odyssey and then they went pure combat with hardly any stealth um which they just they, they're trying to find i think they're trying to find a happy medium with this mirage and it's kind of they're trying to get both of best of both worlds and i hope that's where they go because i do like the combat i actually much prefer the combat now um it did take a bit of getting used to but i actually prefer the combat i i just feel it it's more feels like a game um but i, I do prefer a stealth that actually feels like stealth and yeah. i only go hoodie sorry well what i think is interesting is whether it was last year or the year before they had the assassin's creed anniversary um kind of like ubisoft forward and in that, they announced a plethora of Assassin's Creed games. So many, so many Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed games. But what they kind of took point on was the fact that it's going to be a one-for-you, one-for-me deal going forward. And whether or not this is an annual thing, I don't know mm-hmm. how that's going to work for uh, um, these games releasing. Oh, yeah, oh, that's fine. We'll keep, that's it, right. we'll keep it going. Hey, Gary, what do you think? Uh, I, not, I, I agree. I, I don't know if it's kind of going to be this. Uh, it's almost like a Call of Duty-esque, and it's got to be different people actually making it, like different, uh, what do you call them? Like, I don't know what you call them, different studios. Um, I don't know All if right. that's the kind of way they're going to go, so it's going to be like more like this is a stealth one, and the next one might be more of combat. I don't know if that's the way they're going to go, because that's who they said. I mean, they've, they announced like... Or yeah. something ridiculous, ridiculous, and no, even that they just announced. Oh, there's been rumours that they're going to go and remaster Black Flag again, um, uh, yeah, which I think, I, which I think they should have done. Was that should have been Skull and Bones, regardless of what Skull and Bones even is now. But that should have been that idea with Skull and Bones in the first place. But uh, I just, I just don't think that that would promote a good. I mean, they, they, they can this season, this series, 
as an annual series like for a reason it doesn't it doesn't work like you don't nah. want a Far Cry like I know it's not, you don't want a Far Cry well, game every year you don't want nah. that well I think the idea at the conference was that the one for you one for me was for every uh, stealth one they're going to have an RPG so the next Mm -hmm. one is I believe going to Japan which is the game everybody has always wanted Assassin's Creed to go to including myself of like finally Mm -hmm. thank you and I believe that one is going to be stealth whichever one comes after that I I'm assuming is RPG. I know that they're releasing the one for mobile, which will be uh, set in China, and that will be the first Assassin's Creed that is an RPG, but also allows you to fully customize your own assassin. Like, the main character is who you create, uh, which will be interesting for what they're doing there. But mm-hmm. that m- interests me more than let's have it return to form and stay in form. Like, if you loved Valhalla, guess what? There's another Valhalla coming for you. If you loved Altair or Ezio's story, guess what? There's another one of those coming for you after Mirage eventually. And although maybe that skips a year for somebody, it gives you more time to breathe away from that franchise if you don't like the stealth things. Sure. If you yeah. don't like the yeah. RPGs, it gives you time to breathe away from that as well. Uh, I think pl- I've played all of them not haven't completed all of them but the amount of time i put into origins and beat that game and was like oh this is fantastic and then odyssey came out and man that did not vibe with me i did not like odyssey and i just was like okay i just won't play it and then when valhalla came out i was back in i was like sold i was like yeah i love this this is great i liked uh i believe her name was eivor uh, well, I, you, you could play as uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. male or female, but I, I went with female. Um, and I I loved that world. I loved the RPG. I think that was the thing of people complaining, oh, this isn't Assassin's Creed. I want the stealth. Well, this is the best of both worlds for everybody going forward. Yeah. Everybody gets one or the other, and you can skip. And yeah. like I said, it gives you more time to not have to sit with that series and feel feel. Um, kind of like suffocated by oh there's another one this year which i think call of duty people who play call of duty that's usually the only game they buy right yeah. uh but the people who do casually play call of duty it is like oh, now i've got to get the next one in order to play with my friends yeah so yeah, i that, like that this strategy going forward where I, I, it does change it up i would say though just as a wee counterpoint to that like I I liked the first game and then I just I get kind of fed up with it and then I just became blind to the series to the to the full series like I was like fucking nah I'm no I'm just no that first now I know what you're saying in terms of the oh you liked Valhalla and you get another Valhalla like game later but like if I start like missing games on it like I'll just I'll just stop like no no seeing them anymore like there's just so much stuff now like we don't need over saturation of of another product like i just think there's so many different things that they could be doing you know develop a new ip ip like why do they need to go to japan mm. for for assassin's creed why can they not just they should really be able to make another game and, and stand on oh, its feet just no. use their engine oh, like sorry do something i gotta you know? stop you sir no i've been waiting 
well over a decade for this Assassin's Creed uh, just, Japan. We are not about for to for use for that for as the example. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, they, know, could, they could do something. Do you know, I, do you know how long I've agreed with, like, see, like, the future stuff, and it's like, get that out of Assassin's Creed games. Stop bringing me back for no, shitty bits that. of future story. I don't get yeah. a flying fuck about this person. Uh, you're just breaking my story up, and they keep getting it. Yeah. It's like, stop! Right there. Aye, I, don't, I don't understand either. Yeah. I see, like, say the Valhalla thing, where it was like, oh, you have to yeah. do these, like, puzzles, like, in the sky, like, you jump over this like, almost yeah. obstacle course-like thing, and I'm like, I don't even understand what this is. I don't... No, even that. Valhalla did it twice. Because Valhalla did it with the future and then they also did the one that you could go into the Aesir land oh that was so, so weird they did, did it twice did you get it? I did. I, it's been a fly about my face <laughs> on this entire podcast <laughs> <laughs> I could go right there it was like three, uh, <laughs> three I, I think I did like three of those missions and I'm like ah, this isn't progressing in, way in, yeah. and I don't I don't they're all calling each other different names and it's still my guy. I don't get this as shit. Like, just yeah, put this in the yeah. fucking bin. Fighting that, the that same guy like over and over again. I'm like, this is shit. I just felt like I... the LC uh, like, cracked in there, didn't it? Uh, that full ACL. Well, but... uh. I wonder how long, and I know we've gone adrift from Assassin's Creed Mirage at this point. It's just about Assassin's Creed. <laughs> but I wonder how long until Ubisoft does. Because from what i've played of these more recent ones it is getting less and less of the we're in the we're in the future mm. how long until they listen to the audience of like you can still call this assassin's creed and not have whatever these human bits are like just assassin's creed is the thing and whatever's in the future does not matter as we've mm-hmm. all unanimously agreed none of us like it i think the last time it was good was the Ezio trilogy like uh, desmond was too. The, yeah, Desmond was the last bastion of like, oh, you know what? I am excited to see where he goes. But I think they had the privilege of having Nolan North, and that was an interesting character. And no one following that has ever been interesting. And no matter how they've experimented with it in like first person or third person, or you're an ancestor, or you're not an ancestor, and you're using a VR headset and PlayStation 2, like all of this stuff starts to just like you guys are saying, bog down the rest of that world and break the immersion and momentum, and I wish they would rip that stuff out altogether, because it adds nothing, literally nothing to the story of what I'm enjoying about those games. So, like, when we do get to Japan, or the one that's apparently about uh, Salem and and, and witches, uh, like, that those Assassin's Creed, I don't want to be broken from that world. Those are the worlds that I want to be immersed in. The reason I love Ghost of Tsushima is because I am immersed in that island. Like, that is where I am the entire time, and that world is beautiful. It isn't, hey, I'm in here, and then cut to modern day, and everybody's on an iPhone. It's like, that. what's happening here? I don't like yep. this. You're halting my experience. Um, as far as Assassin's Creed Barrage goes, to bring it back... <laughs> this is the first one that I've looked at from a trailer and been like, wow, I really want to play that. Maybe I care That's about good. the story or not. Doesn't matter. Like, the way that looks as is it plays, oh, it looks so much fun to play. Like, yeah. the idea yeah. of really thinking out that kind of Arkham City-style thing of Batman and terrorizing your enemies and, like, taking them out one by one and 
dropping them around and throwing them in a bin or something like that whole system is so much fun and the more they've improved on it the better it's gotten uh i think one of the greatest versions of like an assassin's creed style game that we've had was origins of like okay i liked being able it did do the thing of oh what's that and then you walk over there and like mac jokes you have the guy has an arrow in his head but it was getting closer and closer like oh it feels good to think about how i'm going to take these guys out without being seen yeah i mean that's the greatest joy of hitman right like thinking oh if i throw this banana here he slips on it and then i go and you know drop a moose on his head or something like that planning is what makes stealth games fun to me, not just yeah. taking people out quietly. Like, how can I take them out quietly? And this game looks to be that. I also, yeah. I'm going to forget her name, but the the actor they have as, like, the kind of uh, bigger assassin uh, character of this, she's great. Mm-hmm. She has an iconic voice. I'm sorry I'm blanking on her name, but uh, no. I love her I as an actor. Yep, she was in the expanse mm, uh, she's great um but yeah as far as the game looks to play i'm very excited i just hope that it's not 150 years long that's my only hope like yeah. i don't i don't need to, Assassin's yeah. Creed to be that long honestly like, yeah EA e- 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 max EA e- max like it's been hard to get through them it yeah. has been and, and i hope i hope that they take that because i'm sure every single person says that as well I'm sure that's unanimous that everybody says they're so fucking long, which they are. Um, they just don't need to be. Yeah. Uh, after, so, where do you go? I just, I just want to put it out there. After we get Japan, I just mm-hmm. want to assassinate Scotland. Nazis. Like, just let me go to World <laughs> War II and be an assassin and take them out. I don't know if you guys ever played, I think it was called The Saboteur. And oh, it was that? this game where it was in all black and white and then you took out parts of uh nazi occupied germany and you killed nazis in order to bring color back to the world and i was like ah this game's so cool do that again i don't you know what just sorry uh, ignore what i'm saying uh ubisoft whoever made the saboteur remaster that <laughs> give me that game. it was pandemic Pandem- oh yeah. no they gotta yeah, change their name did. i was gonna say yeah, oh come on there. uh they should have got shut down <laughs> That's heartbreaking. Bring that game back. That was a brilliant game. Brilliant game. Loved it. It really Loved was. Uh, so, anyway, back on Ubisoft. We're still on this train. And Mr. Mac put this in, which was a wee bit surprised at. I wouldn't think he would be a fan of this one. But he put it in there anyway. So, we're going to go with a bit of Prince of Persia Lost Crown. What, what, what surprises you that I would like it? I just never, I've never heard you talk about Prince of Persia in my entire puff. I just never knew it was a game you were even remotely interested in. Alright. Because well, there's not been a Prince of Persia game for a long time, so. I just never, ever, ever heard you saying, oh, I don't know what I really like. I really like Sands of Time or whatever the hell they were called. Sands, Sands of Time of was Dust brilliant. Or... Aye. Sands of Time was good. I, I liked the. I liked. I... It's like what it's like what I've been playing, but that's like my whole youth. Like I played, I played mostly sports games, but I did have a few nuggets, wee nuggies in, uh, in my my gaming uh, experience. And Prince of Persia <coughs> was ones I just really enjoyed. I don't know how I gave me it, uh, or if I just came across it myself. But I just I liked the 
I liked the, the game. The combat actually wasn't too bad either, but I liked the exploration of it. I liked the kind of parkour, if you want to just call it that. Yeah. You know, the the kind of elements puzzle, of trying to get things. The puzzles, exactly. I liked the puzzle yeah. kind of side of trying to like almost, um, you know, Lara Croft-esque, you know, trying to clear the... Parkour, and I, parkour. And I did, parkour. And I did enjoy, um, you know, the the boss fights and stuff like that as well. And the, and, and I don't know how the, in this game they'll do, if they will do, um, you know, any special effects where you, like, say, send the time, you you reverse time and all that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. For, the, for the game, they've switched it. That's what I'm mostly interested in is this, is because they've switched it up. Instead of the normal over the shoulder third person style it's now a side scroller and it's and that is probably the biggest seller for me i think a good solid side scrolling game i, I love a lot of the side scrollers um you know i really fell in love with shovel knight and and um the, those those kind of games in this seems like it'll be that kind of elk um it does look like there's maybe going to be like a touch. It's just listening to them talking in the in the conference when we when I watched a wee bit. It did seem as if it looked like there was be different um, areas, almost that kind of Metroidvania type thing where you would go certain ways and whatever else. Um, I don't really know what my patience level is for that kind of thing anymore. Uh, I get I play I play games so sporadically now that I get lost quite fucking easily. Um, so that might play into it a wee bit, but in general, like the gist of the gameplay looked good, other than one thing, which was that the screen looks a wee bit zoomed out um, compared to like how I would like it. I'd like it a lot kind of tighter for that kind of character, is you know, because usually like if it's if it's quite zoomed out and you're a wee tiny character, like it's it's not so bad. Like trying to navigate around like a shovel knight, but when you're a kind of bigger character and you're trying to kind of fight and combat and stuff like that, I, I just I, I don't know, I, just, I would just prefer it just to be a tiny wee bit um, closer, but I guess the camera lends itself for these boss fights and stuff like that, so mm. um, aye, I'm, I'm into it, um, I, I liked it when I watched the, the conference originally and uh, aye, it's just one of the, I'm not going to be like, oh my god, I can't wait for this to come out, but when it comes out I'll I'll check it out or I'll, I'll wait a wee while and it'll be maybe like a wee Christmas game mm. Yeah, I'd, I'm guessing it's a way, way, being a kind of side scroller, I'm not expecting it to be a full seventy dollars, sixty pounds. Imagine it's off. imagine it's about a a half half step game, but we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see, see when it comes out. Right, we'll I I think it looks buzz, but anyway, <laughs> it's just not my type of game. Uh, Prince of Persia, I did play Sands of Time when I was younger. Um, and I enjoyed that, but I've just I don't know something about Prince of Persia. I mean, Prince of Persia literally became Assassin's Creed, um, and that's just what I prefer. But anyway, so Prince of Persia, Mister Mac, can I wait to find that crown? Um, so next, look, I know this is getting saturated to the point that everybody can't be bothered with it. But this game, this game here, has got the potential to be game of the year next year. I'm saying it now. Put it out there. 2023. Star Wars. Outlaw. This game looks flipping amazing. I think I think this is the game that we've all been waiting for for Star Wars fans. This is the Amy... Amy how do you say her last name? Hennig? Hennig, This is her game that I feel like it would never go. And this is the replacement for it. I just think it just looks so, so good. So good. 
an outlaw game, you're not a Jedi, that woof. straight away I was like, yes, don't make me a powerful character, make me a character that is a scoundrel, make me that Han Solo character, that's that's what I want in a Star Wars, and this just looks like it's ticking all the boxes, I nearly splodged my pants when I seen the, the full trailer, what do you think boys? Um, when I first when I saw this trailer the first time, I was uh, I was in because it was like oh here we go. Um, it looked really really good. Um, overall, I I, I probably am quite interested in the game. I did have a couple of wee uh, points. Um, I mean I, there's a lot of good a good a lot of good good things. So I I'll start with a couple of them there. Like I think the the main characters get a real kind of. Um, sixties, you know, rough kind of vibe. Look about her, almost uh, Stranger Things. Her her mm. don't that she's got there. Um, and and I, I think it's quite, I'm quite. I like that. I like that it's um, you know, a kind of like a kind of rough kind of thing. I mean, like, when you look at Jedi, uh, especially the most recent one, Survivor, it is this clean cut modern looking thing like i quite like the mm. that that kind of look um i liked the the pet that you the pet companion that you have i think i, I think i know the name uh da, 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 next i think it was um i'm hoping that it's no too overplayed though like i don't mind i don't mind a wee pet but just don't make me use it a lot of the time mm-hmm. uh again i'm i'm, I'm with you on the Star Wars where you're not a Jedi. I mean, I think it'll feel a bit strange. I hope they don't over-egg the, the stealth. Because um, it seems to be there's a, a few areas where you go in stealth. Um, if there's a fail state with the stealth, that could be frustrating for me. I, like, um, back in the day, um, what was that stealth game, Splinter Cell? Splinter Cell. Aye. I, I, like, I, I love taking these games, like... Like like Spider Man for example, that it would you would be beneficial inside the warehouses to stealth take out everybody. But if it doesn't work out for you then it's all gung ho and it changes. I would like if that's the thing. But it's not a game changer yeah. if it's no. So I'd I would I yeah. would like to be clear on that. I feel I feel like Ubisoft are quite good with their bases and stuff like that. I think they they've always kinda do that with most of their games, so I hope Aye. I do hope that they put that in this as well. I think so. My only fear though, my my one uh Issue I think where um cover your ears hoodie but uh the shooting the shooting looks a wee bit like what Guardians shooting was like like dead floaty mm. oh, and no very and no very fixed I'm hoping I'm hoping that you you understand what I mean hoodie I don't think the shooting was was what the strongest point I I enjoyed the Guardians but the shooting wasn't it it just it's like it's like this. It's like it's like this. You know what I mean? Like where you're moving mm-hmm. the character. Mm-hmm. And mo- I just don't think the shoot. But I don't. Think maybe the shooting isn't what it's all about. But I just think that it's just the shooting just wasn't quite. Um, wasn't quite so there. The, the only thing I'm going to jump on and say that is that I feel I feel pretty confident is that it was the people that made um, Division that are making this. Uh, can't even remember the studio's name. Totally at my head when I've just said that now. Uh, but Why it's did it look like that, that though? In the trailer, in you the know, trailer, it's, it just, looked... it's just a demo, Sean. You know, we've still got a year to go, son. Still got a year to go. I'm surprised they showed so much. To be honest with you, with it being a 2024 release. Um, uh, you know what? 
Uh, let me let me step in here and Why tell you what. They fucking tell Guardians of the, the Galaxy, Galaxy. A, a ten out of ten game with awesome gameplay, fun movement. All right, everybody, calm calm down. Everybody, calm down. Take a step back and think about what we just had to experience, Mac. That was our Star Wars for this year. All right, this cannot be worse than that. <laughs> I true, I true. I mean, again, I'm no like, I've not got a problem with this with this game. I'm really interested in it, honestly. Like, I, my my last point was just going to be um about the well, actually, I had two. Um, my good my good point is that the cinematics look fucking perfect. Even as he's even as these initial ones, the cinematics look really really good. So I think you could get quite lost um in them um so th- and as well as the story looks really interesting, but. Uh, as, and the dog fights as well. I think they look like the fact that it's it's got quite. A, it looks like it's going to have quite a strong uh, flying mechanic in the game um, too. So that would be a good kind yeah. of backbone for it because you know I like the old um, Battlefront games where you would do like the dog fights and, and fly that some of those jets and stuff like as much as the, those high pitched excuse me high pitched screeching as new for yeah. everybody like i'm in i quite like it i quite like like how they sound and how fast everything is um so i'm quite game for that but um but my only other kind of negative point was the like when they were when they were driving it looked quite floaty like i, I know they're hovercrafts right but i just think there <laughs> needs to be a bit of feedback do you know what i mean like yeah, there's yeah, something yeah. that's powering that like it just it almost seemed like they were just it was the movement just wasn't quite there, I think hovercrafts are quite difficult to pull off. Like you, they can either feel like they're just mm-hmm. floating objects, which I understand that's what they are. But like, there has to be a wee bit of of like the power can't be like that all the time. Like, it has to just like you yeah, need yeah. to be able to feel it moving. I don't know. Like, maybe it's not that important, but it just didn't look. It it looked too smooth. Um, but it's I, you know. It's one of those strange things of you have to use the pre-established aesthetics of something while translating that into a game. And in a movie, you can add a vibration to the camera or the way the lens warps as something moves. In this, I hope they are. I think I didn't have any negatives towards this this first scene from from an early on game, but it is that thing of, wow. I really love the aspect ratio of this, and I love the idea of games doing something that, you know, people will say, oh, this game feels so cinematic. And I'm like, I understand what they're saying. It's just that it doesn't reach that level of what I think cinema is. And this was the first opening besides uh, Order 1886, which I think Mm -hmm. is a phenomenal game, where... Okay, this is cinematic. I'm looking at this Star Wars and I'm feeling like I'm watching a scene from the movie yeah. or a movie in that universe, which I thought was so smart. And I believe I recently read that this is set between Empire and Jedi. So taking on that like heavy 70s, 80s style is so cool and awesome to look at in this world because that's one of those big things that lacks from the respawn games both of them where 
I felt like, yes, we are in Star Wars, but I sure feel like I'm in a sci-fi game more than a Star Wars game. Uh, I know there are lightsabers. I know there are stormtroopers. I know there are creatures that I understand that connect to that world, but I always felt the aesthetic of it felt very more in line with a Star Trek or just a sci-fi experience in general. And, uh, this was a moment of when she is sitting down, and I believe they're playing Sabacc, but when they're sitting down and playing that, I was like, oh, man, this is so good. Because right off the bat, you're seeing containers that are just like ice boxes because that's what they use to make those like carriers for the coins in the movie or any of those little things that they kind of had to make shift to work in Star Wars at that time. And bringing in that element and that vibe, really, that pulls that universe together for me. Because I think a lot of the modern-day Star Wars stuff lacks that, like, enriching kind of background experience. Uh, Especially in the hairstyles. I think more and more, the styles of hair have gone closer to, like, well, let's see how crazy we can get. And hers is, Uh like, she just came out of a salon because that's what they had available to them at the time. And they couldn't do the insane things we do now. And I love that. I love that, like, like I said, rich environmental kind of thing, but also aesthetically for the characters themselves. Like, the clothes look like they came from a thrift shop because Star Wars went to thrift shops to get clothes. Like, those kinds of things matter to building that and making it so cool. Um, So I loved that. And then the gameplay, I'm... We, we all know uh, Guardians can be a give or take. It's not a perfect gameplay. I thought it was, but I also love Guardians way too much. Uh, you know what? Not way too much. Just enough. Uh, so <laughs> it, it is that it is that thing of whether or not it feels like that. I don't think it looked in line with Guardians. I thought it looked closer to a division. It felt like there was going to be a heft to it. Um which I'm excited for because I think both division games did I spend hundreds of hours in? No, but I did enjoy how they played. Like I didn't have yeah. a problem with that. And if that team can just translate what they've learned there, but in a like third person solo game, that's awesome. Not Han solo, but solo is in single play. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I like all of the potential um, from what they're capable of. Yeah. The the one thing is like what you're saying about driving and seeing those things is the fact that you can't, it's harder to translate that when no there aren't jet engines on the back of any speeder bikes in this world or Luke's uh, uh, uncle's car like it is hovering so they didn't have anything visually to represent like a boost it is like oh okay interesting I don't. So translating cars like that, because you don't see much of that in uh, in any of the games, really. I mean, like, <coughs> oh, my God, excuse me. Uh, in Battlefront, I think playing into what you're saying, when you're getting on, like, the speeder bikes on the the, uh, the Ewok planet, um, it's, it's Andor. When you're getting mm-hmm. on the speeder bikes in, on Endor in Battlefront 2, the, the, uh, the dice game, uh, that had that same thing that you're talking about. Like, it didn't feel or look like it was moving <laughs> like it feels like it's ice skating almost yeah which it sucks because 
again, that's the aesthetic of Star Wars. So can you add a jet engine to a bike that didn't have that in the movie or that universe? Yeah. I don't think Lucasfilm would let them. Um, but I understand what you're saying. And I, I think that's just going to be what it is, sadly, because even I feel that way looking at it of like or even experiencing it in a different game of oh, uh, this doesn't feel great or look great because, yeah, you are missing that thing hopefully the way that they are using more cinematic tactics and the way that they're changing aspect ratios and using different kind of lenses even uh, or simulating a different kind of lens plays into what they're able to do with making the motion feel like it's there but yeah from that trailer no i don't think they will and it will uh, just look uh, and feel like it's ice skating yeah i don't think they need like a jet like a jet engine i i, I, I know what you're saying no like but i don't i don't need to like change aesthetics like you, there's there's something power in that it's not going it's not just it's no magic do you know what i mean like it's there's, yeah there's, it's not a jet it's not an engine it's you know no battery operated but you know what i mean like it's it's operated yeah. by something there's something power in that so i'm not saying that it needs to like shake or anything like that but there just has to be a wee bit of a feedback like you see and like say just look at like mandalorian and stuff when they got on like some of the bikes that that they have like that not like i think they can maybe right. run it over by the noise like maybe the noise could like as you slow down yeah. you can maybe there's like a skip in the noise or something but it just looked it just looked it just looked too floaty but again i'm 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 not trying to be like hypercritical or anything but it just i think no, but i agree you need to nail all the different bits like and i think they could just maybe fine tune yeah. that a tiny wee bit more so that it makes it worth it well, like, to, to do that you know you bring up a great point of sound design and i think that's another thing that i have found lacking in a lot of star wars games i think the closest has been battlefront of oh that sounds good like when that blaster goes off and then yeah. clips and it steams you're like yeah. oh shit. yeah that's a good sound design or you yeah. hear in the distance like you yeah. like you hear the noise of the planes I when i was playing through survivor yeah not to spoil anything in survivor but i was very lacking in the contact sound of lightsaber to uh, body right or the way that you actually just said it perfectly if it had a, a skip in the engine like not hearing that crackle in the lightsaber and hearing like a like cal's saber is broken and as loud as I could turn up my TV, I never felt like it was a handmade lightsaber. I felt like it was made by, uh, like, uh, Obi-Wan. Like, it didn't feel, what, visceral. It didn't feel tangible, and sound design does that in ways that we're not, not everybody notices, and not even I notice half the time, but subconsciously I am, and I'm getting that feedback. So mm -hmm. that would be a great thing for them to implement to kind of uh if they can't do it visually yeah sound design like making right. it go right. oh shit. okay that's cool yeah, yeah exactly exactly yeah yeah they're smarter people yeah. than me i'm sure somebody will, will figure it out um to, to, buy, to bring it like to, just to make sure that i'm putting more positive vibes out there because I, I do have a couple of, th those were a couple of wee nitpicky things but overall I'm, I'm, mm. I'm mad keen on this game but I think it, um, some of the characters, like I mentioned the, the characters this kind of sidekick uh, pet kind of character, I think that there's going to be some potential for some good good um, beats with the um, the droid robot sidekick that she's, that you see in the trailer as well that she's wearing that could be 
I, I love any time there's a droid in Mandalorian. There's so many. There's so much room for levity and humor. Um, in, yeah. in terms of that, how like human things translate to like a very black and white robotic, um, you know, zeros and ones type humor. I love yeah. it. Even I mean, they can make the same joke that I've heard ten million times on these other shows, but I just think that there's a recipe there for for some um for some good good points as well so uh, that, that's everything i've got for for that but uh, i don't know gary if you yeah i know we've kind of took and uh, covered I, probably I, all the bits but i just covered everything i have to say for all the games that are on this list uh, and all the games that i've seen during the conference this is the only game that i was sending to people that aren't they maybe really they don't really watch conferences and stuff like that uh, all the games this was the only one that i sent i was sending to people i was like you need yeah. to see this trailer yeah this is the trailer you need to see and uh, i think that speaks volumes and hopefully they deliver it um i feel like yeah i feel like this this has got a potential for me to be like a fucking 10 out of 10 for just being a star wars mad my guy you know um yeah so I just, cannot wait and i hope i kind of hope it's like late next year so they get all that time just to spruce this game up even though it looks beautiful already i just hope that they just give them time and time and time just to get this absolute perfect because we know we know with the last couple of star wars games we we fallen order and survivor the bathroom have they come out too hot at all um glitchy wise and stuff like that i mean i know it's a totally right. different studio but, but i just I just hope there's no pressure to be like, you need to get a Star Wars thing out um, by Lucas or whoever, or Disney. Disney well, Overlords. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that is such a big part of, oh, okay, you're now announcing it now and you're showing it off. That's awesome. Please don't. Because even outside of Respawn, we had the problems with Battlefront. Like, so much yep. so that it went into legality of, like, gambling like okay we really have to think this through i love a lot of what ubisoft does like i said i'm not the biggest fan of far cry games but almost everything else i've played from them is like okay i trust in what you guys do over there i love Mm -hmm. the assassin's creed games i my one of my favorite games of all time is donald duck going quackers uh like all of ubisoft's kind of portfolio boosts the idea like oh yeah this i'm right there with you this could be game of the year potential and all although forgive me i don't remember her or his name uh both of those characters excite me so much my favorite droid is k2so and i Mm -hmm. like this idea of what if you took k2so and just made him the coolest motherfucker you possibly could uh and then he looks awesome i like every kind of line delivery from her i think is such a hard thing to do in a game to make you connect with a character you haven't even played yet just from a trailer where i was like oh i'm excited to go on the journey with her like i want to oh, see yeah. what happens yeah, yeah. and where she goes and what we're going to do um and same thing of echoing mac of like oh the potential for humor here is so good i'm like very on board with how this all feels because that was a <laughs> not to keep harping on respawn and, and what they've done with with uh, the jedi series because i really liked fallen order and i enjoyed a lot of that i platinumed it you know uh but it was that thing of it lacked a lot of levity a lot of yeah. those characters were serious i think greece is great um but aside from that not there's not a lot of personality in those games so 
to have this and feel like even the world had personality. I was like, oh shit, this is don't fuck this. It's just gonna yeah, be great yeah. if you if you nail this. Yeah. See what you said there. That's that was actually something I was gonna say earlier, but these will just continue. I just did what I interrupt was you can see the rogue one inspirations on this straight away, you know, with with the characters and the droid. That was one of the things mm. I was gonna say. Um and that that's a good thing because Rogue One was fantastic. So I hope that they take all these good inspirations, get rid of all the bad and have a fantastic game. But we'll find out next year, even though Mr. Mac doesn't really like Star Wars, you would think with this podcast because he hates I it. No, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I really am. I don't I don't mean to come across negative. I just, it's just some of the back to your fucking golf. I know, I know. It's just, um, it's just points that stick out to me. I think as you get a oh, no, bit more curmudgeoned, I think you know, safeguarded and and you know, you put the walls up a wee bit when it comes to these games. You know, I think everybody yeah. could, you know, benefit from you know, hard enough sometimes, but we just get so excited. And there's plenty <laughs> of positives for this, um, f- you know, for for this trailer, in particular, and and loads and loads and loads of different stuff that they could, they could do and explore, and I'm I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm almost um, I'm gutted excited. that it isn't coming out this year. Yep. So that was our Ubisoft highlights. So next we're going to Xbox. Boom. Yeah, Enjoy. boy. So, Mr. Matt came in with this. Nobody else put this on the list, which I was surprised at because they they, they had a fantastic trailer. I have to say, the trailer was fantastic for it. But Mr. Matt put in Fable. Fable. I believe. Is it it Fable or Fable 4? I don't know what they actually called it. I'm not sure. I think it's just written as. I've just wrote it's Fable, so I I don't. I genuinely don't know. Um, So, I will start by saying that I don't have a real touchstone. For Fable, I've, I've seen, I've seen the um, like I've I think I watched Johnny playing some of it. Johnny Vids, shout out to Johnny Vids. Um, oh, I watched him up. on on Twitch playing the original one. I think it's 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 quite it's really old, so it's quite dated. I don't have a draw to it. So yeah. what I'm trying to say is I don't have a, I don't have an affinity for Fable. Um, I think it is quite a basic RPG for what. I can see and and for what I can remember, but I still I just think um, that that trailer um, I don't remember the the actor's name. Uh, your man for uh, uh, IT crowd. IT. Yeah. Uh, oh, I love him. Uh, he's so good and um, so good. The visuals for this and how that translated and that he was a you know as a Richard giant. Iobe. I Iode. That's it. Richard Iode. Thanks so mm-hmm. much. He's he's so dry and it translates so well. Like he, obviously they, you can see it, see him before you hear him, but because it, it's just so clearly him. Um, the the pre, the actual presentation, like what they what they showed the trailer that they actually showed at that at that conference was was class. It was so strong they kicked off with it as well. Like you just have this really nice cinematic. My problem is how does that translate into the gameplay? Like yeah, if it's. Yeah. I'm not saying it's going to be like that, like, but if it translates to good gameplay, then I think we could have a good, um, a good game there. But uh, we just have to, we just have to wait and see. So uh, strong, strong cast. If he's in it, in terms of somebody, I mean, the trailer kind of gives away because he's she's sitting on his glasses at the end. So I don't, I don't know if that's just to say that she, just to kind of big up that she's, you know, 
the conqueror if you want if you like mm. but there did seem to be a wee bit of humour in there as well between the two of them um, so we'll see we'll see how that that plays out and, and what it looks like graphically and, and how it plays but again it's probably going to come to Game Pass and I'll, I'll check it out but other than that mm. I'm, I'm not like like hard not in my seat waiting for it you just know there's some date Fable looking at a uh, uh, God of War Ragnarok gone Oh fuck! Aye, oh no, oh no. <laughs> we need to live up to that giant scene in the kitchen. Oh it's like, shit! It's, here it's we like, go. Exactly, uh, and I think uh, besides that, it's like, oh, well, you know, they might have uh, God of War, but they don't have, they don't have a game where a female put it on. or they've got Horizon. Oh shit! Like let's, <laughs> like what a day. Uh, I think you know. I think comparison is the. Thief of thief of joy, as they as they say. So it's just one of the things you you just have to do. Take it in its in isolation and see if it's a good game. But um, yeah. I think it's just one of those things you've got to wait and see. And sticking with Mac, Mac put this one in as well. Um, we all know Mac loves a good uh, city simulator. <laughs> I forgot I put so guy's he, name next to it because I was just fucking about <laughs> city skylines. I um I won't I won't talk too much about it because the um, the the actual like trailer doesn't give much away either. Um, I'm a big Gary mentioned it when they were talking about the dinosaur game. Um, that I, I am a big uh, I don't know like simulator game like I would love building stuff. I love creating things. Um, if they could, so in this trailer they show like a couple of things that you can customize. You know roads. Um, they show like different sets, like the way you could place like multiple roads at, at the one time. You couldn't couldn't do that in the first one. Um, and they also show which looks like um like industry, um which in the first game was DLC. So my expectation for the setting game, my baseline expe- expectation is that. The, what I bought, I bought the base base game, and then over time bought loads of DLC and stuff like that. I want all that condensed and put yeah. out as part of the set is to be the setting game with a nice polish on it, and that there's um, that they really kick the memory, um, and that it can process with like a large city. I don't want to be creating this big massive thing and then it f- the ass falls at it like it does on the PC like. We, there's just so much for the for the game to 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 work in the work out that everything starts kind of breaking and and disappearing and all that kind of stuff. So there's there's a few things um, that I'm interested in to see, and um, I want to be able to like create a city and then like leave it and then go and like detail something else or create a feature somewhere else, whatever. Um, as long yeah. as they have everything that's in the first one, um, parks and. All that kind of stuff as well, um, then I'd be quite, I'd be quite happy. Even if they don't release the DLC pack for a long time, like, I'm, I'm, um, my excitement levels for for a new City Skylines games is quite high. Um, again, just depending on when it drops, it's actually out this year, but um, depending on when it drops and what's around, then I could, I could see myself picking up, picking it up on launch. But if I pick it up, it's goodbye every other game for months so <laughs> it's just one of those things it's just i'll have to wait and see how it um how it plays yeah yeah 
So that was uh, six guidelines, and we'll be back with Sean at the end of the year for 95 hours into City Skylines in one week. Um, so in the next game, next game was Avowed. Uh, this was made by Obsidian. Uh, I thought this looked really, really interesting. I thought it was kind of like, here's your Skyrim point one point five. I kind of thought. Um, we all know Obsidian is really shit hot at making RPGs. Not only are they good at making RPGs, they're good at stealing uh, Bethesda's RPGs and making them even better. Um, <laughs> so I kind of think the looks of this, it, it does look a bit more, um, I would say, maybe cartoony feeling towards it um, than what Skyrim was. I would say Skyrim looked a bit more realistic, if you would like to put it that way. Um, but I did think it looked really interesting. It just got that... You know what? If there's not been a Skyrim for a while, here's here's what we're gonna put. Out. Um, they obviously did great with Outer Worlds, uh, Outer World, Outer Worlds. I don't know what it was called, something like that. Um, it's so it's, it's Outer Wild. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> uh, so I I think this story looks really interesting. Um, I think the game the gameplay that they showed was really cool. The combat looked awesome. I think yeah, I looked like you were kind of always like a mage. But you could be other stuff as well, um, which I quite like. Because I always feel like when you play as a mage in these kind of games, you always look so underpowered. Uh, until until you get to like max levels, then that's when you're overpowered. Um, so I kind of like that. It's kind of like oh, here's a wee bit of mage work with with a sword. Um, always kind of enjoy that. It's kind of that support role with your attacking kind of role. Um, but yeah, I think this looks great, and I just unfortunately, it's just one of the games that I look at and I go, ah, oh, looks good, but I'll not be playing it because it's on the Xbox. What uh, do you think, Mac? Um, I think, oh, to be honest, I don't have much to say on it. I didn't even take any notes. Um, the cartoon aesthetics, no, my thing. I think it looks. Mm. Uh, is that not one of the ones hand shooting magic thing like that? I think I think in it he always had I think he kind of had his like magey hand up and it was like a sword you know that kind of that kind of first first person thing I know like Skyrim kind of works that way but I don't know Skyrim just seemed more grounded than this this looks like Mm -hmm. it's floaty is the word I would want to use but Mm -hmm. I don't know what that what the games are like but um, I don't know just no for me uh, fine if, if that's your thing but I'm not. No, I'm not too, too cartoony for me. Mm. I'm surprised at that because you really liked Outer Worlds as well, don't you? No, that's no, it's no same. I know it's no same, but Outer Worlds I really enjoyed, but not for the, not for the combat. Just I like the mm-hmm. worlds. I like the language. I like the difficult things that you could, how you could approach stuff. I like that you could speak to people and get your way through things. And the terminals had all this extra information like I, I just like the world of it the stories the stories were quite good in it they were Aye. always um the side quests were always like you, you would never know where you are yeah it was yeah. like as i'm in a gray area i don't know if it, i don't know if it's a black and white decision anymore that i'm Aye. making um which I, I quite enjoyed about that so i think we'll, we'll, i don't it's not for it's not for me yet but I, maybe it yeah, slows yeah. down it just looked too fast and cartoony for me yeah yeah so the next game I picked was a uh, Clockwork Revolution. Uh, again, this is not a game I'm going to even play because it's on Xbox. Uh, but I thought this looked awesome. I thought this was like Xbox answer to Bioshock. I thought it had a really cool aesthetic. Is that 
almost like steampunk aesthetic, which is just just fits right into Bioshock. Um, I thought the characters looked really cool. Um, the bosses, well, not the bosses, but just the characters that were about. They were like big monster machine things. Um, they just looked awesome. Uh, I just think any game that looks like Bioshock's always piques my interest, and this was just one of the games that I was just like, oh, oh, somebody's somebody's having a wee shot here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised it was Xbox, but anyway, but as I said, it's one of the games I'm going to look for afar and hope it gets a bad rating. <laughs> so I don't need to feel bad about myself. That's terrible, <laughs> terrible behaviour. I'm sure we could, uh, you know, there's a, there's a spare Xbox always kicking about in here I'm sure there's a way we could <laughs> as I will, as I get you get you um, playing on it did you, did you um, have a look at any of, the, any of that I watched the uh, the Xbox conference oh good big fan <laughs> <laughs> no that's fair that's fair see to be honest um, I wrote doing that you know once but you know once bit and twice shy right Um is my motto, and for this, you know, you're bitten by Atomic Heart. Atomic Heart looked fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. Looked really, really good. Same vibes. Bioshock, it's not worst fucking yep. game I've ever played. I know it was mere futuristic, mere iRobot, or mere whatever robot fucking looking thing than mm-hmm. it was anything else, but it was so, I don't know, just so bad. So I think that um, some, I wrote here some of the gameplay shots looked a wee bit shaky. Um, so for a polished trailer, I think could have done a wee bit better. Um, and the, the cinematics look really, really good, but it's just the same as Atomic Heart. There's no point having good cinematics and in, in shit gameplay. But uh, I, I was, I was there when I, I reacted really positively when I watched the, the trailer the first time round. When, when I watched the conference, uh, I think I was in a group chat at the time, and um, I think I was quite hyped at that at that game. So I'll keep, I'll keep one eye on it. And I'll try it mm-hmm. for sure. I'll try it, but it's um, that it, I we'll just have we'll just see. But, it, but it, exciting to see some progress. The games. Time will tell. Excuse Time the pun. Tell. Um, so Xbox went hard on Starfield. They actually showed uh, Starfield. They showed Starfield, I think, in the middle of their conference, and then they had like a Starfield direct. It was uh, like forty-five minutes long. I didn't watch the. I, I watched. I didn't watch it. I skipped just past wee bits. So I was like, "Oh, I actually be back with a ship." Like, skip to there, skip to right. this. Um, now I have to say, this game <laughs> looks really awesome. I, I think for me personally, I think I, this would be a good game for me. Um, some of the aspects in the game, I'm a wee bit like, "Oh, it's got a lot of build. It's a lot of No Man's Sky vibes to this game. Hundred percent. I know that makes Sean happy, but." For me, it's like, oh, you get to build this, and then you need to build this, and I know, you know I know, the and building, though? maybe the shit building, but it's like I seen bits. It was like base and stuff, and I'm like, oh no, 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 fuck this, fuck this, fuck this. Um, so that's when I start to turn off. But I think to myself, like this, this game is go. I, I think it's a hard sell for Starfield. You know, it's it's already got. Or this, um, everybody expects. Everybody's expecting this is the next Fallout. Right. This is the next. This is the next Skyrim, you know. But I think sci-fi is a hard sell for a lot of people. I don't think a lot of people. I think a lot of people would look at us and go, "Ah, oh, fucking space." I can't be asked with that. You okay. know, it's yeah. it's a it's a niche it's a niche market. I think um, space uh, sci-fi kind of stuff. 
So yeah. I think it can turn a lot of people off. I think my only trouble is the way that they talk about all the the worlds and all that, and they're like, oh, it's got this many worlds and it's this populated, and I'm like, no, 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 no. I've been seeing this from the start. Like, Fallout is good when Fallout's one solid map, and then they can just populate the fuck with it. Mm. With different stuff. I know, don't mean with people, but just with different things. And I feel like they're supposed to be like something ridiculous planets. Like I don't even know. I, don't, I can't remember what the number was, but it was something ridiculous. I and I was just like, something, it I was just like, that's that's no densely populated whatsoever. That's literally just like if you AI generated like half of these planets, which Monoland Sky did. And I'm just like, ah, oh, it's, it's got a potential just to be like you go to a planet and there's fuck all on it and fuck all today. That's what I wrote on it. I don't. I'm not interested in, in exploring vast amounts of nothingness. Uh, the customization of the the ship looks really, really cool. I think just mostly because it, on No Man's Sky you don't really get to do that so much. You're just kind of stuck with what you've got. And I know your freighter you can do a wee bit on, but your ship mm. that you're flying about you, you can't really do too much on it. I think some of the stuff that you've seen people building looked really, really, uh, really, really cool. You can really go quite custom way it so i'm quite interested in that um the fact that the combat as well is seems to be a multi-approach option you know you can do stealth or you can do gung-ho or mm. you can um you know you can pick one or two people up or you can just fucking blow everybody up like there's definitely you know a multitude of different options um in there um i think the, the flying kind of looks all right but i've been interested to know how, just how it's controlled um and then the, the cities and stuff like if it's if it's like a, an outer world where you fly like into like a specific place like or you go to like a a world and like it has like two or three landing points or whatever to get into this like specific towns like it might be more controlled that way but i mm-hmm. just i i'm not into it either the whole idea that there's all these different random planets and nothing to see or whatever i don't i don't need that again so you know it might just be no. a lot of sameness um but we'll see no. you know uh chatting wise like the fact that you can talk your way through things i said was a positive in our worlds and it looks like you can do that on this as well so mm. i'm interested in that because it's a big jump for no man's sky where you don't it's just blah, 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 and that's all you get yep. you know yep. what i mean yep uh, until you learn the language and then it's just subtitled it's not so i think the that's that's going to be benefit um i haven't played uh sorry i'm blanking on the game what's that n7 thing again uh, uh mass effect ah sorry forgive me my brain's just quite shit when we fucking random things sometimes but i haven't played mass effect i'd be worried i'm i'd be cautiously worried um that people who have played strong story games like that would mm. maybe feel like this was a lot inconsequential in comparison to that so mm-hmm. maybe that's a point to be wary of um i personally don't think this game can fully win when it comes out nah, nah, a lot of eyes on it and um i think it should if it gets to see it should uh, be happy with that and, and just yeah phase into the distance man you know you know one thing <laughs> it's, it sounds kind of stupid but there's one see when i seen the combat i was like this doesn't really evolved too much <laughs> for like fallout 4 and 
I don't know why I was surprised about that, but I was kind of watching it and I was like, this just looks, this just does look like Bethesda, like, gunplay. Um, and sometimes Bethesda gunplay <laughs> isn't the best. Right. <laughs> isn't it strong suit, you know? It's um, like the whole reason why VATS was created. Exactly, exactly. Um, I we'll just, I, I, as I said at the start of this game, see when they heard about it at the start and they were talking about all the lofty ambitions, I just thought to myself, you know, we all know, we all know how Bethesda is with their games, and it was always that thing with Bethesda games. It was always like it's glitchy, it's a Bethesda game. That's what it's like. Blah 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 blah. And I think to myself, that was one map, one. This is going right. to be multiple maps, and they're going to need to make sure there's no glitches in this entire game. Like, oh, no, right. no, no glitches, but you know what I mean. Right. No, a broken mess, like. Yeah. All the rest of the games have been. <laughs> right. I think it's a massive um, red flag to to start with that there's just so much today in the game. Like, and the mm. fact that it's been delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed, like, they're eventually going to get to a point where it's like, right, let's, we have to put this out, mm. which is obviously coming up. So, is it a, we, we just really have to get it out there and fix it, or is it going to be, this is, finely polished like a nice shiny stone here you go mm. like depending on how it comes at the gate is going to be the prop the benchmark i don't think people can do a cyberpunk in no man's sky um all the time they it, it no. can't it just it's not going to work in the xbox don't have the the most favor at the minute um i know you know hoodie has his opinions on the the idea game pass and, and whatever else I have the same thing as myself. I I I only have it at the minute because it's <clears throat> um I have it through my phone contract and mm. my f- they emailed me uh, Xbox emailed me and says that the price of Game Pass was going up and I'm tied in because of my phone contract, but technically I can cancel the that part of the phone contract and just take a different um like incentive or package or whatever it is um because yeah. it just it changes i can change it monthly i think so i just cut it off i went oh well fuck you see you later but that's quite a surprise and i'm surprised about that i thought surely if you're already in a contract it would need you would need to see this is the thing i uh so i'm in i'm in the contract that's my bonus item is the game mm-hmm. i'll pass ultimate so as soon as i get that email i thought no nah, i'm not paying even money i took it out and I put something else on there, and then three, four days later, I get another email. We are very sorry for emailing you. Basically, the gist it was, we're sorry for emailing you. Um, as you've got a, you know, as you've got a, a contract with like another provider, as in EE or BT, um, you know, mm. as you as you're supplied by your your game pass through them, um, you know, this this doesn't actually affect you, kind of thing. And I thought, well, for one, it's it's kind of too late now, but I'm, I'll maybe get it. I'll get it back later. But um, for now, like I've I've dipped at it, and and I'll pick it up when I'm when I'm ready. Yeah. Uh, because I think there's still value to be had on the random sporadic use of it, but and as a as a whole, there's if you're not playing it consistently, then it's no it's no nowhere near worth it so i like the fact yeah. that i'm paying for it through my phone contract that's well worth it for me 
Um, but I'm not paying. I'm paying more money for it. So yeah, you can show no, off it. That. You can show off it. Who do you got any um, feelings on Starfield or anything or what you seen? Uh, I watched the Starfield conference. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was oh, the entire that. thing, the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Mm. How did you like it? Like yeah, I watched it. I was waiting for that, for him to just say that he watched it. <laughs> nice, nice. So, uh, we'll, we'll waiting for, we'll be getting a full hoodie review on Starfields uh, when it comes out. So, looking forward to that. So, <laughs> so uh, we're going straight into what Sony, uh, what Sony, we're going straight into what Hoodie loves, which is Sony, because Sony Party Xbox can take a fuck to itself. <laughs> Um, so anyway, this is what we're all waiting for. The main state. Do you know what actually I have to say? See rewatch I rewatched every every conference that I saw apart from Capcoms because it was fucking dog shit. I, think, uh, I watched I think Ubisoft. I watched Sony's Xbox. the only one I watched the full hang of this week. I watched Ubisoft, Xbox, Sony and Nintendo, and I have to say, I'm not saying the Sony's was the best, that's not what I'm going to say here. But I'm going what I'm going to say is actually I thought Sony's was better than I remember it. Actually, yeah. see, first day I watched Sony's, I thought, this is this is dire. This is absolute dire. And then I watched it the other day, and I was like, this isn't as bad as what I remember at all. At all. Um, I don't, I'm not saying yeah. anybody's better bet than everybody. I probably, Ubisoft was probably my favourite, to be honest with you. I think Ubisoft yeah. probably had a lot of, like, random games that I was like, do you know, I'm not really interested, but this it's better than half the shit that I've probably seen everywhere else. Uh, and well, plus they had the Avatar, Assassin's Creed, and Star Wars, which was the games I was like, I'll get, I'll get, I'll get, I'll get, you know? Well, that was the the thing of, I watched all the conferences while they were happening on, on the days they were going, and uh, I'd seen all of them except for Capcom, because there's just nothing from Capcom I like. Um, it was awful. So I just didn't watch that. Uh, but watching Nintendo's Direct, uh, the PlayStation 1... The Xbox and the Ubisoft. Ubisoft was by far my favorite because it mm-hmm. felt like the golden day of E3 conferences. Like, it was quirky. It had awkward moments. It was like people standing up on stage who had never been on a stage before. And there's <laughs> something that is nostalgic and wonderful about that to me. Uh, I think the second best, although there wasn't anything for me at the Xbox conference, I enjoyed watching it. Like, I had fun yeah. watching their conference. I I much prefer, I, I know I'm probably an outlier to this, but I much prefer people being up on stage who just kind of ramble on and talk about things and, like, you're not really into this and you're not supposed to be here, but they made you and it's... Here's a celebrity for some reason. Like Nicolas Cage came out and was like, "Oh shit!" That was shit. so funny. I forgot about that. Nicolas Cage, <laughs> what are you doing here? I love you. Um, so like, I think Xbox and Ubisoft nailed it this year. I like I said, there are no, there weren't that many games at Ubisoft that I cared about, and there were no games at Xbox that appealed to me as somebody. Uh, I mean. To be fair, they didn't show many games. They showed trailers and cinematics more than mm. actual gameplay. So I have no yeah. idea what the games look like. Yeah. So there was nothing yeah. for me to judge it off of. I think Fable comes out and we see like full-on gameplay of it. That has a chance, but it wasn't something that like interests me based off a of cinematic. Uh, yeah. But like the conference themselves, 
those were the ones that I was like, oh, this was fun. This was E3 to me. Um, mm. I like I enjoy what we're about to talk about. I enjoyed PlayStation for the games because there are a lot more games that I personally would play because they showed me gameplay uh, mm. to convince me that I would. Um, but I'm I'm not a fan of like you could do that for your state of plays or whatever throughout the year. But when it's like E3 time and I know E3 is dead. Okay. But Mm -hmm. I think we should keep the spirit alive and have, you know, random people walk out on stage and introduce their game. Cause it it was a magical thing. I really loved it. So I did feel like that was lacking for me in, in PlayStation and uh, Nintendo does it too. Nintendo Nintendo keeps the magic alive a little bit with with people. Yeah, oh God, I gotta say they nailed that. I don't know who thought of that, but if they ever get rid of it, I'll be devastated because it's so good. I, like every time they do it, I snap along with them. They got me. I don't even have a uh, Switch and I'm snapping along. <laughs> So I like it. Uh, there was, I think, at one point they were talking about. I don't know if it was the Princess Peach like uh, sneak trailer or sneak peek or whatever you want to call it. And then it mm-hmm. was like the Luigi's Mansion remake, and it was it was two of them talking about it. And at the same time, the both of them go. That was good. That was good. That was good. I enjoyed that. Aye, but anyway. Yeah. There we go. We're Let's going go. into Sony. Off. We're going into the big dug in the console world right here, right now. Winning all the trophies everywhere. Um, so, first game, Helldivers 2. Now, this oh. game, this game, I was surprised with how much I thought this game looked good. Yeah, I, I really, I mean, Mr. Mac really enjoyed the Helldivers one. Uh, we completed one of the first it, games mate. I streamed now, Definitely, it was, it was, Streamed. it was. Wait, me um, you, me in your house, we need a microphone. The microphone, just no talk. Then we're talking to people, I think, on like an actual like, on keyboard. On chat. Aye. Uh, on chat. Um, aye, so Helldivers 2 goes to first-person perspective. I actually don't know if you can do a third, because see, watching the trailer, it kind of like goes back up at a certain point, and you see it in third again. I'm like, I wonder if there's actually an option that you can do one or the other. I'm no 100% sure. But, there you go. There is a, a more recent trailer, and that one was in third person. I thought it was third. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. So there's first stand. It's an part? option. It must be. I, I guess the, yeah, I the whole the whole new trailer was third. Yeah, I did too. Okay. Cool. Cool. I I, I do know. I kind of think the first person perspective would just be extra madness, but. Like how mad that going to be? Who's going to drop on your uh, head? You, you don't know who's behind you. You just have to turn around and blast somebody. Uh, that'd, that'd be a big good. good laugh. Good laugh. Maybe maybe it'll be a there's a first person um, mode and there's a third person mode. Maybe I don't know. But anyway, this game looked great, and I love how they lean into the the Starship Trooper like cheesiness. You know, it did uh, that. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's like, good. Hey, join the uh, army, boy! You uh, can become a demon, you know, that kind uh, of thing. I, I, I quite liked that they leaned right into that. Um, it actually made me go, I want to watch Starship Triples after this. Um, <laughs> this? Uh, you go, Hedy. You go. There you go. Well, the, this uh, Starship... Starship... Star... <laughs> oh my gosh. Should I go? I'm not gonna... No, no, no. No, no, go, go. No, uh, we're moving I, on. I, I'm only joking. Starship. Triples. I can't. You can't watch you. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. I think you were going to say it was a great film, Hoodie, and you're, you're 100% right. It was great. Do you think, do you think it was... Do you go, Hoodie? Yeah, it's a great... 
it's a great inspiration to take from. Yeah, good. That's what I was going to say. Do you, do you think that um, they would, or would it even fit if they'd still done the the button prompt commands for, like, calling stuff? You know what I mean? Do you remember what I'm talking about? Like, so if you're yeah, calling yeah, your you parrot, you would do like pads up, and shut down, that, it? Aye, up, down, left, left, right, right. Aye, up, I think like, you'd still do all that. that. Still, because I, 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 I loved that. That was like one of the selling points. It was like putting in a cheat code for back in the day. Aye. You know, it could just Aye, appear in the that, bottom of your screen. It was that thing that the enemies are closing in you as well, and it was like, oh my god, I need to press this fucking up, down, up, down, down. Triangle, triangle, triangle. Uh, uh, no, so I, 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 I can't wait for this game. I think it'll be a great time, and I hope we all get it so that we can all just. Actually, uh, I hope this is. I hope this is going to end up being a PS Plus extra game. I, that's what I kind of hope it ends up becoming. Um, I hope that they get it. Now, I don't actually go. Here's how we PS Plus extra and get that good numbers for the co-op. Um, nice. I think this well, game would be. This game would be fantastic for that. So immediately after seeing this trailer, because uh, Ben and I were already like high on this playstation conference but then seeing that trailer we immediately downloaded the first game and Mm -hmm. uh we got matt we got carl and we got gage to get it as well to all just join up on it wow what a great game that is like all of us have played it before but getting back into it and like just experiencing all over again one of the funniest experiences i've Mm -hmm. ever had playing a game of just Mm -hmm. like Ben walks out of his pod and immediately I'm smack dab on him and I killed him for my dropship. It's yeah, like, okay, I was such a this is say, Who did you kill? Who did you kill? Because I, I don't know. Oh, I consistently <laughs> killed Ben. Uh, I only killed Ben. Uh, where I would just, there were moments where Ben's in the middle of a fight and he's about to die and I just shoot him in the back of the head. Like, it's just that much fun. And we're going around doing all this and... you you realize oh man i haven't had a co-op game this much like with so much dynamic gameplay and moment to moment chaos that is just fun it's not frustrating to play through and i imagine even with ben and i going back and forth and him trying to kill me but he couldn't because i'm just you know a god uh but it is just that thing of oh, we're having this meta competition that we shouldn't be because mm-hmm. it's a co-op game, but that's so much fun. And now thinking, wow, we're going to get this on PS5 with a beautiful-looking world with gameplay mm-hmm. that looks even more, like, engaging and awesome. I like that third person over the shoulder, like, oh, we're going to get fucked in this game. This is going to be seeing the monsters more, like, in this huge scale and thinking oh that thing's gonna destroy me in like one hit is very exciting i'm very excited to play this i i think this is easily one of my most anticipated games of the year um and it was aside from star wars this was by far the most excited i had been for a game a game out of any of these conferences of like oh this is gonna be fun no, I, I'm totally with you there. It's, you know, it's very seldom that a, a co-op game tickles my fancy, and this this has been a long time, and I've been like, oh yes, like I think the last oh, time it was Tom Clancy. Oh yes, oh, yes. <laughs> I, think, I think the last time was Tom Clancy Division Two, uh, and this has been one. I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, right, we need to get the fucking boys, and, and yeah, yeah, and some bugs, 
I don't know what they call oh, them in yeah. this game, but let's just say bugs for Starship Troopers. <laughs> uh, so, aye, that was Helldivers. Mac, did you go Helldivers too? Did you talk about it? Did you talk uh, about I, it? I'm, I'm good. I just covered it. And you're good. good. Yeah, good. Cool. So, the next game that I thought was good, I don't know if anybody else really liked this game or no, but I thought Phantom Blade um, it looked awesome. Yeah. I thought this... I hope... <laughs> It looks like it's going to be a Dark Souls game. That's my only issue. <laughs> my only yeah. issue is it looks, look, looks like it's that going that way. But I think, see the gameplay, it just looks like it just looks like an anime. Yeah. Uh, and I, no on style, I don't mean graphically, but the actual like sword play, it's like that constant, like everybody's like smashing like swords together. Um, and then you see the guy and he's like on his carriage and he's fighting two guys beside him that are on two separate horses and he's just gone back and forward. And I'm like, it just looks so fast paced. Yeah, like uh, that actually wall running and stuff in that as well. Yeah. Exactly, wall running and all that kind of stuff. You basically, you're a, it looks like you're a samurai hunting maybe demons. I don't really know what the actual things are, but it just looks so fast and kinetic, and I just think it looks really, really, really cool, really, really different um, for this. But I'm like, oh, is this going to be a Souls game, and that's going to put me off? Uh, but maybe if it's fast enough, maybe I'll get it. Uh, I think it's, it's screaming Souls like games, I think it is but... as well. Um, the only thing I would say, I, you've you've already covered everything that I was like quite positive on. Like I like the quick movement, the wall running. I like the boss battles. I like them. Some of the bosses look really good, really cool. I'm quite looking forward to seeing that on the big screen, big TV, and whatever else. But um, it's like I, I I liked Ghost of Tsushima, right? And I liked the. Um, environment of that because of how nice and whatever else this is the like the completely mm-hmm. opposite of that where it's like just dark yep. it is very dark soulless dark, uh, bloodborne almost um yep. i can't i don't i'm not colorblind right but i can't see anything when it's like that like, no nothing no, no sticks out anymore like it's just 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 bleh, you know it's one big monotone mess um where there is like just ghost was just this you you go in this field and suddenly like you turn around the corner and there's a big tree and there's just hundreds of flowers and it's red and yellows and you're like fuck i need to stop and get a fucking screenshot of this like i <laughs> there's a chance that maybe yeah. coming off the back of ghost we could again comparison thief of joy and all that stuff but compare it it's so hard not to compare it to that Definitely, definitely. Uh, who did you? Did you? Are we fancy this game or it? No, you know, interested. Don't remember. It. I don't think it's for me. No, for you. I know. I'm. I'm kind of maybe on that boat as well. It's just. It was just the looks of it. I thought this kind of looks like an anime sort of type of game, and I was like, mm, is is that tickling the fancy? I'm not sure, but I know mm. if it's a if it's a Dark Souls, I'm I'm right on that boat with you. We'll be going down to your next game. Which is a hoodie-ass game if I've ever seen one. <laughs> and it is the Plucky Squire. Take it away. Let me tell you what, man. Let me tell you what. This is... This is this is all my uh, uh, fantasy critic, whatever it's called. It's uh, my most anticipated game out of any game this year. I don't know if it's going to come out this year, but uh, I'm so incredibly hyped about this yep. matt had sent me this trailer last year or the year before i'm not sure and immediately i was hooked i was like oh this is 
awesome because it starts out as just kind of like a 2D experience and then you're slowly seeing the world like evolve as the book opens and you jump out and now you're in kind of like a Toy Story situation of you're running around what I assume is a kid's room in a 3D world, but there are puzzles that have to be solved in 2D. You could jump on the cups, the stairs are like all the whole world environment being a puzzle is so cool and transitioning between the two different uh, 2D and 3D elements excites me so much of we all know how high I was on Tiny Kin last year of like, yeah. oh, this is awesome. I grew up with the Pikmin games. I loved the Pikmin games. But then when I played Tiny Kin, I was like, this, I, this is what I've always wanted. This was the thing that I had been waiting for, and I just didn't know it. The Plucky Squire screams that to me of like a platformer. Oh, this is the platformer I've been waiting for that I didn't realize I needed. Uh, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm just so excited for this. The art style looks gorgeous. I love the character design. I'm over the moon for what what's to come with with this game. I'm day one. I'm gonna be there. Yep. Um. I would. I, my first note on this was shout out to Hoodie because um, uh, <laughs> I would. I don't think I'd have seen. I think I don't know if you said. I think you might have sent me it or you. I might have seen it in the fantasy pick first when you picked it and that that's what drew my attention to it I don't have a bad thing to say about the trailer or anything that was shown about this it's such good look about it it's got that tiny can um, <clears throat> polish to it you know in terms of like how it kind of comes across and almost um, everybody saves the world like uh, nobody yeah. saves the world sorry it's the name uh, give, gives off that kind of vibe. I think it could be nothing but positives. It, it's not going to be like the triple game. It's not going to be for everybody, but it's certainly um, a game that I'll get right away as well. Uh, I, I loved. Do you know what? It was the. It was a bit. It was going like two D, and then it would jump out it, and then go three D again. Then it go jump out back and it go two D. And I was thinking to myself, it just took me straight back to that. Uh, the bit in Mario Odyssey when you're in New York ah, City yeah, yeah, yeah. and it does that and it's like it goes oh, like yeah. retro retro uh, retro Superman retro uh, Super Mario and then you go to the next bit and then you're back through to 3D and then you run through it and I was like that that was one of my favourite parts of that game oh, um, that, that yeah. Mario love game that. Uh, it was so cool and I, I like it Pocky Squires using it and going take their own wee twists on it and stuff like that for whatever right. they're going to do with it puzzles or platform and whatever right, I'm um, so that was a Plucky Squire looking forward to that game can I wait for Hoodie to review that and give that the 20 out of 10 award <laughs> for this year or if it comes if it comes out this year I hope um, so. I don't think it will, but I hope it does. I hope so. I hope yeah, so. They've, they've been showing the same trailer or trailers like that for like the last two years, so fucking must be in the hefty development stage by now, I would say. Um, so the next game we've got is, God knows how you even say this last bit of this, um, it's Tibbles of Agasaba. Maybe. Could be. Uh, could be maybe. Uh, let's let's t- go for that. Tibbles of Agaba, maybe, because it's uh, it maybe silent. Uh, yep, maybe, 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 yep. Anyway, so I, I, I don't have like too like too much to say about it again. I think it's just the the um the city building element caught my eye quite quickly. Uh, in this game, it's uh, 
some nice kind of visuals and stuff. The only thing is with the city building, it's like here's a building you can place as opposed to here's stuff that you can build and make kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a wee bit, it's a wee bit different um, to to how I usually like it. But I did enjoy um, what's what what Nino Cooney. I did enjoy the second one of that. Whereas where that's just like buildings being placed in like lot like dedicated plots and stuff like that. So wasn't I'm not that against it. Like um, the 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 not there's a the speaking uh, on it. I put on there that the kind of non-English speaking kind of puts me over. I like it to be at least like mm-hmm. a couple, even like a couple of words or something like that. I, but I just prefer it to be you know like proper voice acted uh, way like yeah, English yeah, yeah. speaking and stuff. It's, it's I find that quite immersion breaking. See when like uh, see when I was playing Ghostwire Tokyo, like it starts off in Japanese, like that was the default. And I tried to play it in Japanese and I have to say the uh, the voice acting was smashing in Japanese, like the way it sounded. But yeah, I was playing it at night and I just kept like I couldn't concentrate because I was having to read the subtitles obviously because I don't speak Japanese, obviously. Um so <laughs> I had to um, I had to change it to English and the English actors weren't they just weren't as good. But I got used to it in the end, but I was like it just it does it does um, it can take me out of a game if I need to sit and read the full entire game. Right. So no, I'm I'm with you there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um other than that, I think the the landscapes looks pretty good and the and the combat was the the kind of winner. Um for me, I think everything's kind of mad thingy into one. I th- I think it, it um it was was it were you kind of free flowing combat and you go and you pit you you you're the one hitting. It's not like turn based or anything like that, is it? I can, no, I, I don't think. So. I can't actually. I can't even. I can't even remember the combat. Actually, all I remember is about. All I really remember was like he kept he kept running through like big creatures and stuff like that, and then he was mm-hmm. like diving off of cliffs, and he was like landing on different animals and stuff like that. Right. Um. I I thought I thought for that that I just wrote sort of looks Zeldish. That's that you know that Aye. kind of open worldy kind of everything's a bit strange looking right. i just don't know it's just that's the kind of that's thoughts kind of i had thought yeah. I, I like for, for what i for what tuesday's version of me uh thought <laughs> he was quite into the combat so i'll trust i'll trust him i don't remember oh, he's a good guy. um so i will see <laughs> he was still high over the weekend um <laughs> I, i'm quite i'm quite quite happy with that i don't i don't have much much more else to say i don't know who they even if you remember because the game because it wasn't a, a standout but i still put it on the list oh yeah i'm trying to you guys are saying things and i'm like oh what is this game so the next game the next game that Sean put on the list was Grand Blue Fantasy Relink now I was really really surprised that Sean would even put a game like this on I was, I, I was like what the fuck is this game I can't even remember Did, this and I watched the thing I watched the thing two days ago and I couldn't even remember it and then Sean put it on the list yesterday and I was like right let's need to see this and I watched it I'm going this is just anime like fucking Aye. like fetish oil like <laughs> this it's just it's just mess like you know it's Aye. like that usual anime like fighting there's just sparks and flying and colors and splashing that's and... what i quite liked about it is that it was just 
that's all I wrote, and I, and I wrote to Gary, and, and obviously, like, we've got a runner show on this, and, and we wrote, basically, we wrote all the games we liked for the conferences, and I just, and I wrote on it, but I wrote next to it that I only have, like, one thing to say about it, and it's basically, like, it's, it looked, it looked good, just, it's just, like, super, super anime, um, so I don't know, like, how tiresome that would <laughs> become, because I get quite, like, turned off by, like, some of the anime tropes, just in general, like, but I would still, I think this, this game, like, visually looked really, um, really good, um, and the combat looked pretty decent as well, in terms of, like, the bosses and that, and what they were, and what they were f- kind of hitting them with, but I think, for, for memory anyway, it was, like, some of the, um, some of the moves they were doing looked as if it was like half the thing in two and it would only like tickle them a wee bit like do you know what I mean like just some of the <laughs> some of the kind of things it's very 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 anime but again I don't have much more to say other than just it looked it looks looks one for the yeah. radar if you're into your anime I'll, uh, I'll say I've now looked at both of these games and mm-hmm. I have zero recollection of either of them <laughs> from the conference I'm looking at this one that looks like Breath of the Wild with like you know, mm-hmm. right. village simulator. Yep. And I'm like, I, when, when did they show this? And the second <laughs> one, I'm like, I don't, I don't believe they showed this. I think this is not real. <laughs> this is, I don't remember either of these. It was uh, about the shout out for putting them on here. <laughs> I, I just wanted to be better variety. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's fair enough. Pa- pad that I can't wait. Bit. I can't wait when we get Raul on for a review of him and Sean playing Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. Honestly, can't yeah, wait for that. Aye. That's Aye. what we need. Yeah. That's what Vault Dwellers need. Raul. Well, hula hoop, get your wee anime um, nose ready for this game. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so next, Aye. another one. Uh, uh, Sean put on. Um, we're going VR, getting VR love Ooh. here in uh, oh, the Vault Dwellers. So we're going that. Aye. <laughs> so we're going Cross Fire Sierra Squad. Oh, is uh, that? I didn't realise that was um, VR as well. I thought it was the next one was VR, sorry. Um, I know, but both are VR. Oh, okay. Um, I missed, obviously, look down when eating my, my lunch at the time when they, when they fucking switched <laughs> that perspective but um, so I, I I'm, I'm I'm not even like for, so for these next two games like I just I wanted to kind of touch base on them because I think that the VR especially the Crossfire Sierra Squad I think it it would have been amazing back in the day when like we were mm-hmm. itching for like a good Rainbow Siege game mm-hmm. like where mm-hmm. you go in and, and, and like try and uh, I just I just wrote like that it's something that you always wanted when you were a kid because you used to like but one person would watch that door and you would kind of break in but I think that this looks I don't know if it's against AI or no if it's against AI then obviously if it's VR then it must well I don't know because you do have you have got a couple of VR multiplayer games but if it's against AI it would it would be quite interesting but it looks I've I've literally wrote, wrote that it looks very gun bro if that makes sense like it's just very no. like guns Honestly, and you're like what the fuck's see, going on man see when, see when I first seen it when I first I was like oh this is going to be like a, as you said Rainbow Six Tactical I thought oh this is yeah. going to be quite a, a smart yeah. like VR game it's all about like precision and right. uh, like tactical breaches and stuff like that and then I watched it and it's like this guy with two and he's, he's just like <laughs> I was like alright it's no uh, it's just... 
it's just not my thing, man. I like, I like, especially Rainbow. I like, like me and Gary, we, we play the kind of games that we're right used to on at that door. Right, you put your camera in. Right, is there another door? Yeah, it was like door? simulator almost, wasn't Aye, it? it was like, right, it's like scenario um, kind of things where it's like, right, okay, there's a window over on the side. You could like smash that window and I could go in that door at the same time and they won't know where to look and then we'll take them out. It was like just a very planned out way of approaching different mm. setups and stuff but this just looks like you would fucking rocket launcher the door off its hinges and then slide in with yeah. you know your <laughs> desert eagle twin desert eagles or something you get um, the hostages and the terrorists at the same time <laughs> <laughs> threat nuclear, nuclear neutralize so, alright okay is the present alright well uh, collateral damage <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I look. I think it looks um, pretty cool in terms of if, now that you mentioned it for your VR perspective. It looks pretty like high quality compared to like what yeah. we had two years ago. We we like yeah, VR and things like that. So I think if you've got yeah. a VR set and you, I can see like I can see like Matt and Ben having a fucking excellent time with this kind of game and um, who they mm. just peeing laughing on the uh, on the voice chat. So. Yeah. <laughs> it looks it looks like a mad a mad time. Uh, it does it does. So the next game, I actually walked, went back and watched this as well, and I'm actually I was more interested the second time I seen this. It's Synapse. It's another VR game. Uh, I was like, oh, another shooting game. I was like, geez, oh, the two two beside each other. But this looks like a basically a follow up for Super Hot. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah. Um, it looks like super hot, but you've got a telekinesis as well, so you can move some of the objects around the room. Yeah. I thought I, re- I thought that's really interesting. Yeah. Uh, it just adds a d- that different um, aspect to the kind of levels. It looks exact same as like, a super hot. If you if you're used to one of them, it's the kind of kill room, but it's a puzzle kill room. You need to kill people at the exact points, or else you'll not make it. That's what it kind of looks like. Um, and it does yeah. looks like a f- fun time. Yeah, I watched Matt beat this game. It was really fun. Oh, very good. If it's oh, is it already? Is it? Yeah, yeah, it's, very yeah, good. it's done already. Game to the future, the, the past. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe he got the platinum. But uh, yeah, I was watching Matt play it. I really like the style that it's in of like a black and white world with only bits of color throughout. Uh, I enjoyed the. I like I I'm not playing it, so I'm watching him like screen share his experience in VR. But watching, I was like, this gunplay looks really good. Mm-hmm. I know Matt, uh, I had a great time with it. I think there was a bit about like the end game of it that didn't hit with him, but for the most part, he enjoyed his time. So if you got VR, check it out. I I watched Ben play it as well. He had he had a good time too, but um, he had he had more difficulty with the. Uh, the motion sickness of it than uh, than anything. Uh, that's always um, a downside to the uh, big downside. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, fast I, I yeah. don't take it with a lot of things, but when it it's like it's like dateless. Like I'm done like for the day. Like that's me finished playing any games. But um, I was the same. <clears> I wrote I wrote that it's like super hot on drugs. Um, yeah, and yeah. I don't know if it's a persistent right. thing. Yeah, um, I don't know if it's a persistent thing. Uh, but the trailer showed that that kind of person um, speaking, and it kind of gave me that kind of portal feel about it. I don't know if they're yeah. consistently speaking that, to you. 
they they came and went for for the most part you would hear them in like bigger story bits right, than okay, right. kind of like a glados who's always echoing in your head yeah um yeah but i thought it was I, interesting from, yeah from the story that i w- picked up on when he was playing and i was like oh this is interesting i like mm. that this has a story like generally all of the vr experiences i've played were kind of just that experiences this felt like a game um yeah right so it was fun to watch yeah yeah oh good one can, good can i just it. ask can i just ask uh, just with what i was watching both these earlier and i was just thinking to myself what's your feelings on vr2 sean are you interested no interested what's your take away if i had a bigger house i would probably maybe like want to have a look at it again um it's just no the best to like because I've got a nice setup in here in this room, you know, in terms of mm. all my stuff and that. I just maybe I could make like a ro- bit of room behind me and, and do something, but uh, I don't know. I, did, I just didn't use the first one enough to justify mm. going and doing a second one. That might change when the cost comes a wee bit, you know, more reasonable. Uh, I'm so far not sold um yeah i think a lot of the stuff looks really good and really good on it i like that golf um walkabout that game that matt really likes um really <laughs> yeah tell me about it i know <laughs> uh, there's a there's a golf game that's out for um quest that i think's supposed to be coming to the playstation and it's i think that they actually use a quote for um one of the golfers, um, Rory McIlroy, they actually put it on there saying that it's as close to the real thing as you as you ever get. Um, mm. The downside I, is that you have to buy like an attachment, and oh, you don't have to, but you. like, you, it's like to to get it to be as realistic as the is is what Good. I would be looking for it to be. I would want this attachment, which is basically like a golf club handle, like an actual <laughs> handle that has the remote at the other end. So you actually mm. like, if you're in the VR headset and you're looking down and you're like, you're like, you know, hinging the golf club, like it hinges as well. You twist it and you can see the back of the side. Like I've watched a couple mm. of like big um, YouTube personalities like doing like a review and stuff here and they, with they, they basically were saying like, it's pretty, pretty mad, like just how, good um it is in terms of like how you're, you're hitting the the ball it's going exactly where you where you're looking for it to, to be and stuff but mm. um i like the outside side of golf um mm. i don't need more ways to to play it so I, I think i'll pass pass on the the vr for those reasons space and yeah. uh cost yeah. now i want to just add Mac did a great job describing this peripheral, but please, I implore you to go Google this thing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. one of the craziest and coolest like accessories I've seen for any kind of VR thing. Of like, oh, it's exactly what you. It's like taking the controller, attaching it to the bottom, and then dropping it to the ground. <laughs> this right. is so smart. I that's like ask, this that's thing. Asking for trouble yeah. on it. Oh, yeah. oh man, smashing yeah. that controller right off the ground. Oh, yeah. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you gotta check it out. It's, it's pretty cool. Uh. So, Mr. Matt got to talk about golf again. That's about the seventh time in this podcast, so that's not bad. Maybe maybe with four games left to go, we'll get another golf reference in here somewhere. Uh, um, we're eight and 
So, Hoodie, you added this game, and I thought the first person that added this game was going to get called a furry. So, Hoodie, you're a furry. <laughs> because Dragon's Dogma 2 lets you play as a lion. Of all, of all things, you want to play as a lion, man. Um, let, me, let me tell you what. How you dare go. you? Go for that. How dare you boil this down to an oversimplification? <laughs> Dragon's Dogma is one of the greatest RPGs ever made. All right? Okay. It's fantastic. If you don't believe me, ask Gage. He's on Twitter, and he's at Simply Sassy, and he'll tell you that this is the greatest game ever made. Uh, <laughs> and you know what? I wouldn't argue him. If you want, if you wanted to believe it, because I'd believe it if you felt that way, because it's great. And the fact that we're getting a sequel, but like a decade later, it's pretty remarkable. <laughs> I'm very excited for this game. It looks great. I want this game to just be more Dragon's Dogma with added bonuses, because there was nothing wrong with the first one, in my opinion. I thought it was awesome. Uh, I love that world. I love the combat. It does kind of the... Uh, Shadow of the Colossus thing where you have to hold on to these creatures that you're trying to take down. Uh, in the first one, one of the f like first fights is a uh, oh my god, I'm gonna I, I never know what to call it. If it's like the dragon slash lion thing slash snake yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. what is that called? A griffin? A griffin? A, grif a griffin? Know. A Peter uh, Griffin? I don't know. Uh, okay. So you have to fight a Peter Griffin in the first one and getting into that i had no idea what i was going to play and then immediately it's like oh latch on i'm like what is that what do you mean i latch on it starts taking off into the air and i'm flying up there and i'm like hacking away at this thing's tail and i'm like what is going on this is so cool now take that and add in even bigger creatures to essentially be the witcher torts of like who can i take down I'm so excited. It was great. I the only negative I wish they would add in multiplayer. They have this uh system where you have rooks and essentially they join your world and it's kind of like an avatar of your friend's character, but it's not yeah. actually your friend. Um I wish that was a thing they would implement cuz it would be great to just squat up with Gage and run around this world, but Aside from that, yeah. it's Dragon's Dogma, man. I'm I'm just yeah. excited that we get another one. Yeah, I loved the first one for that. Um, I think it was. I don't know if me and Sean were playing it at the same time or Sean played it after me. I can't really remember, but I remember like going, going like I think I played it after Sean actually. Um, and yeah. I was like, oh, I'm getting. You can I could hire Sean's Rook and stuff like that. And I was like, that's, that's awesome. Like it's no, you're not playing with his character, but you're playing with his companion. And I was like, that's that's good enough for me. Because obviously you can like you can do there you can make your character wear your 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 companion and yourself you can make wear different equipment and whatever else and give them weapons and stuff like that so it was actually pretty cool what you could hire like your own, your own friends it made it feel like it was your friend but not really. So um, does that but, technically uh, mean that I've played that game then because I only played like the first wee bit of that game. <laughs> yeah. Aye, aye. My uh, I'm playing it. The, not right now, but I've I've bought it on the uh, on the Steam Deck. Apparently, it runs really, really well on that. So I, I bought it really on the cheap, and um, I'll get I'll get run to um, playing it. But um, aye, it's just too much to play. Yeah, I, mm. I did. I thoroughly enjoyed that. I never completed it though. Uh, Dragon's Dogma one. Uh, it was quite a long game, for what I remember. Yeah. Um, I think the the only negative I take away for this Dragon Dogma is. I, I see the way it looked. I was like, this just looks like 
it's the same game when it's like ten years apart. Like, and I, I don't mean, I don't mean that. I mean actual gameplay, like the way that the fights and stuff are. And I'm like, oh, I'm not sure that this is gonna be the be what I remember it being like. Or it should be better than it's gonna feel like now. Um, I'm, I'm so gonna I don't look know. at that again. I, my first note was um, free flowing graphics. I don't know what that means mm. then. If that was how you, no, I think the graphics that. were on it. It was just, it was just the gameplay. You know, it's got that. It's got that very looks like. Um, stoic Japanese kind of moving characters, you know, and they're all yeah. they look like they'll be solid blocky men. I just always feel like uh, Japanese games are always like that, like soul games and stuff like that. I always feel like they're solid wee units yeah. that kind of move like a, a tank fucking sometimes. Um, uh, but I, 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 I'll get a go because Capcom are on this resurgence, uh, that nobody can deny that it's always positive so far. Yeah. So, uh, definitely a game that I like and. Uh, like the look of, I mean, um, and obviously we can be a furry and hopefully fuck some characters <laughs> from a lion man. Um, <laughs> Shout out to Utopia, one of my favourite movies of all time. There we go, there we go. Hoodie dresses up as a cat in the weekend. Yeah, oh yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the next game was Teardown. I thought this would tickle Sean's fancy a wee bit because it looks like a almost Minecraft sequel that Mohang don't want to make. Um, do you know it takes the best part of Minecraft and it's like, do you know what, what do people like about Minecraft? They like building, right? What else do they like doing? Destroying. That's what we like today. We like to destroy. And that's what this game's all about. It's about destroying. I don't actually know what the game is about apart from destroying stuff. Um, it looked like maybe maybe a puzzle game. I'm not hundred percent sure. I, I um, thought it looked a wee bit kind of like um, an aggressive, like human fall flat type. Maybe you yep. know thing like where it's like scenarios, like you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, so you'd be like yeah. at the boathouse, like going going do this, going destroy this, going. I don't mm-hmm. know, go and find this document and then it'd be like the dam, you know what I mean? Like the next scenario and you would go and do that. Like, uh, yeah. I think the fact that you can, it looked good. I just, I didn't really write a lot of notes on it. I just, it's, I just wrote that it looked quite interesting. It's a good, it's a really good concept and the fact that you can destroy like pretty much, looks like it's pretty much everything that you can destroy that I think the bullets are like creative ways but see once you're day one level like it's just, I don't know if it's something that I'm I'm not an, the destroying side. I want. <laughs> I don't, I'm just no. Uh, maybe maybe on the cheap, but <clears throat> I'm not saying it doesn't look good. But aye, it's just. This is Mac actually sent me a wee gift the other day, and it was like um, when when you see somebody at your house with uh, we see somebody in Minecraft with your oh, with yeah. dynamite at your house, yeah. and it's like a wee guy looking dead sus, aye. and she's like, "This is you," and I'm like, "A ton of percent, that's me." Aye, aye, hundred percent. So aye, I think there's, there's loads of different things you could do. I think, and uh, I think maybe it'd be better, like as I don't know, it's like a multiplayer type thing, but. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. I was I thought multiplayer would make it maybe make that game fun. Especially with some dollar hoodie. You know? Oh man, chaotic. It's just a madman. Yep. He's a madness. Yep, hundred percent. If you've ever played a game with me, you understand what they're saying. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I thought that we were safe playing like GTA um, online with him, and then he shows up in this t- <laughs> tiny tank that can't be destroyed. Like, that's the kind of energy <laughs> that he brings. 
It's invincible, dude. Yeah, it's it's invincible. an invincible tank. It's like an invincible clown tank. It's so small. Uh, <laughs> so good. It's so funny. Um, I saw it. Oh, man. Oh, don't worry about it. So, our second last game, Hoodie added this. I was surprised because I wasn't getting great feelings for this game, but Hoodie's, Hoodie's champion in this game. Um, and this game is fair. This game. Oh, this game is fair games. But with a dollar sign <laughs> for uh, the S, which I, I think I. is one of the worst marketing tactics yeah. anyone is, has is ever used of like, yeah, I can't stand when people do that where they change one letter because this isn't the first person to do this. Mm. All right. Other movies and TV shows have done this and I cannot stand it. You know what? I think Kesha even did that for a while. I like Kesha, by the way. Yeah, Kesha, Kesha had like a dollar sign for the S in Kesha. I was like, yep. oh, come on, man. I can't, I can't do. This. It's like the fan four stick thing where it's like, don't make the A in your name a four. Stop, stop uh, doing this. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> Rant over the this, but this game does excite me because I really love Payday. I think Payday is a super fun game That's when you get a great group of friends to together. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and this just looks like, hey, here's a more insane budget and look, it's way faster pace and has a very insomniac vibe to it as well of we've got wacky weapons and we're going to do something stylish with this. And I'm like, uh, sign me up. I'm all style. for it. That was my note. Full of style. Yeah. And that's what it does look like. Just the, that kind of, um, uh, you know, like big chains, like, you know, like mm-hmm. right in with other kind of fashion type things rather than like military mm-hmm you know, heisting, bank robbery and stuff, like it's, you're in there and it's, I wrote, that, that I wrote, it's, uh, it. I wrote, it's Watch Dogs <laughs> yeah, yeah. has babies with payday. Aye. That's Aye. Yeah, Perfect. that's a good Perfect. shout too. Perfect, yeah. I, I don't literally have anything else to add to it, but if, knowing other, so like, see, I would, I'm not overly interested in it, but see if, like, see mm. you and Ben would get a hoodie, then I, I, I could see myself uh, picking it up. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have much else to say because it's similar to the Xbox thing. Of It was a cinematic, so yeah, so, I don't so. have anything to judge on this. I just like the vibe of it. I'm like, yeah, that seems like a game I would like, but eventually when they show gameplay, that'll make or break it for me. But yeah, I, this, this seems like a, hey, yeah, Matt, Ben, you want to play? <laughs> play this thing? <laughs> let's go. Let's go. So let's go indeed. Um, so last but not least... Here we go. Woody's favourite. Spider-Man 2. Let me tell you what, let's man. Go, As go. somebody who is currently on their ninth replay of the first one. And <laughs> That's metal. I, I plan to do my sixth replay of Miles Morales afterwards. Good I love Insomniac. They're my favourite studio. They're my favourite developer. I love every... I th- I'm trying to think. No, I, I've loved every game they've made. Even Fuse I had a fun time with. Uh, and I simp them very hard. I'm a big fan of Insomniac. And we all know Spider-Man and what he means to me. The 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 gameplay that they showed here for this conference, I'm not even... Well, you know, I will bring in the, the story trailer that they actually released yesterday for uh, for Comic-Con. But the gameplay they showed here for me watching that out of context i 
personally couldn't connect to it. And I think that was one of the harder things to be like, I really want to. And I know how Spider-Man plays. Like, like I said, I'm playing for my ninth time. I love these games. Like, I love this world. And I love what Insomniac has done here. There is there. There's a lot of bloat in the first one that, yeah, sure, you could cut it, but I wouldn't because I love getting through all of it and I'll play it a million times more after this one even. Um, so when I saw that and I was like, oh, that's cool. Like the wingsuit looks cool to me. I like the idea of Venom. I don't like Craven as a character. Uh, maybe Insomniac can convince me on him, but I have not liked Craven in the comics or cartoons. There's just nothing about that character that interests me. Uh, so that that was a little bit of like a, oh, he's okay. He's the main. He's the main thing here. Interesting. Um, I like. I don't want to be down on this game because it is that thing of I know once I get it, it's gonna my whole world's gonna change and I'm gonna love this thing because there's nothing that Insomniac has ever made that I didn't love, and there's no Spider-Man that I haven't loved. Uh, but it it was definitely like harder to get into the vibe of watching this because it was so out of context like seeing peter already getting into the symbiote and having that aggressive nature doesn't hit without the context of why he's there what are the subtle changes they're making how heavy are they sticking to that script of what the symbiote arc usually is in the black suit and what that usually means um I think the interesting fold of it is now having Miles, which I personally haven't experienced before with Miles and Venom. But yeah, I, I'm more I'm more hesitant on like, okay, so far this isn't this isn't hitting with me, but I, I do attribute that to it just being like a massive chunk of a game completely out of context of what's happening. Um yep. but then on, I'm going to fold in, I know this doesn't have anything to do with the PlayStation conference, but I'm going to fold in the, the, the Comic-Con trailer that they released yesterday, which, for me, Spider-Man is the friendly neighborhood guy who is just going around and helping those in need and lifting people up as best he can. And when Spider-Man gets into the Spider-Man No More or, like, the harder stuff like uh, superior spider-man it loses me a bit because i'm more interested in parker luck or uh any any of the tom holland stuff has has really hit with me for the most part and i loved andrew garfield he's by far my favorite spider-man for the live action movies so like that kind of yeah he's down on his luck but man he still is trying. He's still trying out there. When it gets into a grander scale like this feels, I'm like, ooh, it risks the problem I had with Arkham Knight, where it was so big and so dark in not only tonally, but like stylistically. And seeing the trailer yesterday, I was like, oh, this looks a lot darker tonally and stylistically from what I enjoy about specifically I'll even use Miles Morales, which I think is by far their best game. It is incredibly tight is so stylish. It moves in this way that makes miles feel alive where yeah, Peter's swinging felt great, but I didn't feel Peter's personality when he swung. 
where I feel Miles' personality with every web that he shoots. Like, oh yep. man, that is a great game to play, but it's also a great game to look at. And this one looks beautiful, so beautiful. Like the character models are gorgeous. Um, but it it is like higher risk and higher stakes, and I, I I'm starting to be like, oh man, whew, okay, okay. I don't like being sad playing games as my one escape. So that that that's thrown me off more than anything else. But I'm 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 still I'm, like I have to believe in Insomniac and I have to believe in this game because I know they've never failed me. So there's no reason to. But I'm I'm I am like, are we getting are we getting Peter dying? Is this what's happening? Are we? Are we getting to this point? Because I don't think I'm ready. I think Yuri Lowenthal has been an incredible Peter Parker. He is fucking spot on. Um, but yeah, that those were my takeaways from from the conference and then the trailer yesterday of it. it, it all of it's so out of context, and and the way they're talking about it is like you've seen nothing yet, and I'm like. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. What I have seen, I'm I'm afraid of, uh, because I'm I'm a, I'm afraid of dramatic Spider-Man. But uh, I mean, that was my problem with No Way Home, where it was like, oh, this is, this is so, this is so depressing. <laughs> uh, I think, I think it, my problem was with the the trailers. I've not seen the new one, but I just think you're showing way too much. Like all I need is like a two, like three minutes max. Like three minutes, I need just show me a couple of villains. Show me who's maybe in the game. If you don't want to spoil who the main villain is, whatever, just show me a couple of villains. Show me a couple of fight scenes. Show me him swinging through. Maybe show me at the wingsuit, for example. That's all I need. I don't need eight nails. I don't need twenty-five yeah. minute gameplays, as you said. A chunk out of a game. Where is this <laughs> chunk out of a game? I don't know where it yeah. is. Is this game forty years long? You've took a twenty-five minute chunk for like the middle. Like I don't know where this is from. It's out of context, as you said, the story. What I've I've not seen the new the new version, but obviously you're just talking about it there. It's just like you're, you're just showing too much. Just less is more in these situations, and I think we. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm already going in. I'm going in with like feeling. I mean, I know I just absolute like all loved Star Wars game, but that's because I love Star Wars. It's probably same with you with this game. But for me, I am so oversaturated with Marvel at this point that I'm just like, see, when I see that Marvel splash screen, I like, I just audibly like sigh and I'm like, oh, and oh, another Marvel thing. So I'm already going into this with my arms crossed. And I said in the miles, you know, um, I, I want this game to be good. I want Insomniac to come out and it's got to be a 9 out of 10, you know, if no better. I want this game. I want this game to be amazing. Yeah. And then, But it's the same way I said to miles. I was like, I don't know how many times I can do this in New York and just be Spider-Man. Like, I just need it needs to feel different. It needs to be different. I kind of wish, like, you're talking about the story. I mean, we've all seen the Venom story. I've seen this Venom story before. We've read it in the comics. You know, it's like, make Insomniac make it different. And I hope they do. I hope they put twists in it. I hope they go, this isn't, this is your Spider-Man. This isn't anybody else's Spider-Man. This is Insomniac Spider-Man. Right. This, is, this I, is the twist we make in the story, and that's what I hope today. I hope they don't just keep going along and along with the same beats that we all know and we all are we know is coming, and you're just waiting for that moment. Um, yeah, and that's 
that's what I think makes it interesting for the absolute saturation that we've got at this point. Yeah, I, I to echo your point of less is more, I think that would have helped me because everything is out of context. Even the story trailer is bits and pieces cut out from like, look how dramatic this is. And like I said, I don't personally like super dramatic Spider-Man. I'm more of, hey, fun, lighthearted Spider-Man. That's just my vibe of him that I love. Or, man, he's having a hard time, but he's still pushing through. Like, I love the work-life balance that they had in the first one. That was so much of what I love. That's why I love mm-hmm. that game so mm-hmm. much, is because they understood Peter in a way that was that feeling that I had as a kid of, Fuck, I feel so out of place. Like, I can't manage anything. Everything's going wrong. I have to focus in on something. And, like, he puts all of himself into Spider-Man and loses his connections. But you see him slowly gaining that back. And I loved that part of it. I think the tail end of it, right, that's where it gets really heavy. And I was was in on that because I had so much of the great, like, lighter parts of Peter to begin with. I mean, even the opening where he's like late for work and jumps out not work but working quotes of spider-man where he like jumps out the window and that music kicks in and he's swinging and they're like hold r2 and it's like ah this is so good i love this and i think taking the trailer into account and then the gameplay all out of context and that is such a big thing for me of like ooh, okay i'm uh, yeah interesting i don't know what the i know what the tone of this game is and i hope that's not the entirety of the tone of this game because that's that's what's worrying me more than anything is like a heavy you know 20 30 hour spider-man is not something i super want because like even miles had so much personality and fun moments and then it did get heavy but Uh, everything that they've presented has only been heavy and i'm like oh Okay, that interesting. Interesting. I don't know where this is going. That that's the only bit that worries me. Like the gameplay is going to be incredible. From the gameplay points, to remove the story bits that they did show. Him swinging through the city and then like kicking up that guy against the house. Like, oh, that's so. That's such a fucking cool. I can't wait to go around and just beat up thugs in new ways and creative ways and find new gadgets and not like. I don't know if this is going to be a thing, but if you could be Venom, like, fuck it, my head would explode. Like, I couldn't comprehend being able to play Venom. The last time I got to do that was, I think it was um, Spider-Man Unlimited, I think it was called. But it was like this cel-shaded game on PS2 that I loved, where you switched back and forth between Peter and Queens and Eddie Brock as Venom in New York. Uh New York, New York. And it was so good. It was such a cool idea, and I like the idea of... Oh, if you can be Venom, that'd be even better. Like, rampaging through the city, destroying things, and you are the villain is a cool idea. Um, but yeah, when it comes down to, like, oh, we're going to fight Craven. Uh, unfortunately, I just don't like Craven as a character, so that's a bad footing. And all of the trailers have been, like, high stakes, everyone's doomed kind of thing. I'm like, ah, okay, okay, all right. I'm just bracing my, myself for that because I think... I have also put so much weight into how much I've wanted this game for so long. Like it's, it feels like it's been a century since I played the last century since the last one released. I've, I'm currently playing it, so it's not that long yeah. since I played it. Yeah. 
but it does, it does yeah, feel a long yeah, while. Yeah. Is it? Was it 2018 or something like that? 2018. It does feel like it, yeah. It does feel like a long while. Do, do you know yeah. one thing? One thing I'm just going to ask you do, you: do you think we see Spider Gwen in this, or Ghost Spider, or whatever you want to call her? I don't know what you want to call her. Um, do Boy, you think we see I, her in this? I would. I would love if it is a thing that they're setting up in the idea that maybe the thing that you're talking about of like put a twist on it. That was one of those moments in the first Spider-Man that I realized, Oh man, he's going to be like, I already know who Otto is, but is he going to become Otto Octavius? Like doc Ock? Is that going to happen? And then when it did, I was like, Oh shit. What's the, is the twist going to be like you guys team up to fight the sinister sticks? And it's like, spoilers no he's he's just auto octavius and i was like yes emotionally that hit with me on every level because i love spider-man and i love that world and i know how those characters go and those performances were phenomenal but it was that thing of oh it it just went it went exactly how i thought it was uh the same way of like miles i go he's gonna lose his dad and then when jefferson dies i'm like okay so miles lost his dad And then they're bringing in the symbiote and per inevitability, right? You can't have Miles without Peter dying and Peter's going to have to die. And I'm like, oh, please, please don't. But on the bright side of that, I am like, if they do, do they bring in Gwen to replace him? Because if they're setting up this mechanic of two Spider-Mans in this world and you are switching back, like they've already set the ground with uh, uh, Ratchet and Clank ripped apart, right? They have those mechanics and clearly they want to use them. So, you know, we get a Spider-Man three. Is it Miles and Gwen? Like that would be awesome if you could introduce that and whether or not it's Gwen from their universe or a multiverse Gwen situation. Uh, I, I hope so. And I, I, yeah really feel like they would it would make sense to i, I could i could i could see them i could see them doing a introduced like exactly what they've done i could see them do a introduced spider gwen in this and then maybe she helps out at the end at some point and then they do that kind of exactly with miles you know it's the spider gwen <laughs> no dlc whatever you want to call it no no mainline game but that kind of yeah half step Kind of game oh, with just her. Um, that's oh what I could God. see them. That's what I could see them doing. Or maybe maybe they'll do that with Venom. I don't know. Um, maybe that's their, their next ploy. But um, but we'll just need to well, really see, I suppose. Yeah, I if they do do that single game, like Spider Gwen is my favorite Spider Man. So bring her in it and uh, or Spider Person. Um, bring her in it. Mm-hmm. Make her her own game. Do whatever you want. Just come on. <laughs> give me give me Spider Gwen. I'm very excited. Also, Miles in this, uh, I'm also just only going to reference the the Comic-Con trailer from yesterday, but like mm-hmm. Miles and his dynamic with Peter has been so great, and I love how they've developed that, where in the comics it was really good, and I think Spider-Verse is a perfect movie, the first one. And so I loved a lot of what they did with Miles and Peter B. Parker being the reluctant one. This is so much better to me in the idea of Seeing Peter really help Miles grow, not only as Spider-Man, but as a person and stepping in as that brother figure more than a father figure of being there but not holding his hand through everything has has been such a genuine thing. And every time I get to the point uh, where uh, 
Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Uh, where Jefferson has died and Miles is in the alleyway and there are thugs and Spider-Man drops down and he, he kind of rescues him and he's like, you don't have to be bigger. You just have to be faster. And he starts kind of giving those pointers and being like, here, okay, hit me. And then Miles does it. And he's like, oh, oh, man, that, wow, you really got me. Like, I tear up and I get so emotional at that bit because that is the purest form of Peter of, like, yeah, the world's crashing down. But if he could be there for somebody in any given moment, that's what he'll do, even at the cost of his own life. Uh, and seeing him in that moment, just having that like genuine back and forth with miles was so good. And then when you see their connection in the beginning of miles where they're chasing Rhino through the street and they go into the mall and fucking their Rhino is barreling towards this, this, this woman and her baby and they save her. I'm like, I cry at that every single time as well, because uh, you, maybe you don't see it, but if you turn the camera around, Peter has the baby and he's giving like uh, a thumbs up to Miles. Like, keep going. Like, oh my god, their dynamic is so good and that's what makes me super excited that you get to play as both of them, which is also what makes me scared of losing Peter because I want a whole game of those two just hanging out and being Spider-Men together and like saving the city and that that's where my biggest fear comes from of like, Peter becomes aggressive when he gets the symbiote. Peter becomes angry and spiteful and bitter and it's like ah yeah. oh, man i don't want miles to go through that but i don't want miles and peter to go through that but if they like i have to trust them ultimately but yeah what they've done with those two has been the best iteration i have ever seen of miles and peter yep i know i know i've, I've got that fear as well because literally i think it's literally the first couple of seconds of the first trailer it's like uh, peter and Miles sit beside each other or like on a lamppost or something and they're talking about like somebody come to get him and he goes well he's like kind of got the symbiote and he's like well I've got teeth too and I'm like oh fuck yeah. you like, you're going down this yeah. dark path and also one last thing about this see if they don't put the the, the dance the wee dance that they did in oh, Spider-Man 3 it's so has good. To I got it. it has to be it he has to put it's this, a little this beep somewhere dance. right ah, just, oh, just a wee yeah. swirl or something like that the wee yeah. You know, that I mean, thing, um, for sure. Like, that's the thing of that world felt so alive. Having the the touches of Doctor Strange or the Wakanda Embassy, like all of those things and building out that world excites me and what they could do here, especially knowing Wolverine exists, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. exciting. They're making that game. And how do they build all of this? That's more of where I'm way hyped on. Oh, also... They show Venom, like the full on mm-hmm. final Venom stage in the Comic Con trailer. And holy shit, he's the coolest version of Venom I have seen in years. He looks so fucking good. <laughs> like, that, that, uh, that's where I was like, ah, oh, man, sure, all of my points I feel are valid to me of I don't want the dark path, but if like, we get to play as Venom and he looks like that. And like that happens, let me tell you what, I'm going to shit myself. And 
I'm not going to clean it up because I'm going to just shit myself again. <laughs> like, that's what's <laughs> going to happen. You know, that is maybe, that is maybe uh, the way they're going to go because they're going to have all this, uh, they're going to have to do all this groundwork for Spider-Man having all these symbiote powers. So maybe they day just go, do you know what? Do you get to play Venom at the end of it? Because we've already, we've already like, divulged into yeah. making these powers, so let's just go the rest of the way and do it. Yeah, I, like, that's, that's where I am, like, oh, that could sell me. Because... If you are Venom, you are the villain. Like, that's mm. super fucking cool. Or they do go down Asian Venom path, which is, like, also a cool idea. But it would be even cooler to kind of be the villain. Like, yeah, yeah. maybe Craven is red herring. Yep, yep. Just like Matt, what's your yeah, thoughts yeah. on Spider-Man 2? Um, I just kind of waited patiently in the in the wings. And like, <laughs> Thank uh, you. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Like that, like, but, um... I would say I think just as a as a and I don't want it to take it out or anything like that, but I know everybody knows anything about the comics or anything like that. I don't mm. know much about the comics, so I didn't know playing the first game that his dad was going to die. I didn't even know who Miles Morales was in the first mm. game. I'm so green when it comes to the games. Like I don't know that this fucking Venom thing and Peter dies. Like I, I but you said it in the group chat, so I don't really give a fuck. Um, doesn't really bother oh, me, but that's not a that's not a thing. That like I'm saying, that's what interests me because Venom's there. That changes that whole Aye. arc. That so Aye. I don't know if he would die. That's what makes it more interesting. Yeah, but it's just I don't even know that that he dies as a thing. In any case, um, so it's just one of those things. Like I don't know that much, so it's different mm-hmm. for me because because I don't yeah, know yeah, all yeah. these things. Like so, like, like when I, when it first opened and I seen the. I know he's, he's only keen on the Craven character, but I I quite like the look of this guy, and I don't, don't know like what if it plays out. Maybe he's a fucking waste of space, and no, he's an em- empty character. But I just I like the the different take on the on them. It's the, that kind of bounty hunter esque, you know, jungle based kind of hunter kind of character. I don't. I just like the look of that. I'm, but I'm no I'm no anti Venom though. I'm no anti Venom whatsoever. So. Mm. If I'm honest, after watching that trailer, the the, the conference trailer, I, I won't watch the other one. I'll I'll play this game, right? Hundred percent, I'll play this game. Um, mm-hmm. But I am, 100%. I am, uh, I'm like after watching that trailer, I'm less interested in playing that game than before I watched the trailer. I'm just no, mm. I don't know. It's just one of the things. Like I think some of the cinematic points, like with the two of them, like when they had those like moments where they were coming together and stuff, was was super super cool. So I think we'll get some really big payoffs with that. Um, switching between the characters like that was really really cool as well. Um, it was a very very nice touch. So I'm um that's the that's the highlights. I'm I'm into that the ability to go there. I think I'll go more Miles than 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 Peter just because I don't. I just don't like the deep voice being infected by venom thing. I just don't like that. The, the I don't like the attitude side of it. I just don't like very mm-hmm. boastful people to start with anyway. So there's that aggressiveness there is just and I vibed so much with with Miles that hip hop, um, you know, cool kid, um, yep. you know, thing aura that he gave. I I just really enjoyed that game um, compared to the. The first one, I, I'm so far removed from that from that first game now because it's been so long since I I played and and, and planned it back in the day that um, maybe I need a wee obviously 
he's not the same, but maybe I need a wee refresher in, in Peter Parker, but I can't see myself playing any of them. I'll just wait and I'll, I'll play this game. I'll, I'll get this one released. Like, I'm I'm not, like, I'm, I'm, just, same, yeah. I'm just I'm just so, less interested. So, can I ask you a question then? For being somebody that you, you're saying, you said yourself, you are more green than Spider-Man. Um, what do you feel about this Insomniac Spider-Man then? That they just kind of throw a lot of characters at you? Like, and they're supposed to be like well-established already? Because that was something that I, I kind of said, I think it was when I was playing Miles, we were talking about Spider-Man, uh, Peter Parker, first one, 2018. I kind of felt like they threw a lot of the main characters at you and they were like, here, you're supposed to know this person, you're not supposed to know this person, you're supposed to know this person. And mm. I always felt like, for, some, for a game, I feel like you, you kind of need to maybe... St- at the start where a lot of these people because as you said like you don't really know a lot of them but no, like at the end they will just at the end they will just like here's six main people and they're gonna all fight you and you're like for what i know <laughs> what I, I, I think like just like miles morales whatever, like, i don't know did you just know like that the uncle was somebody bad before he's even played it i don't know who that character was i didn't know it, 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 yeah, it's, it's difficult to talk about it now with it because I don't, I've not, I've not played the game like six times like Cody has or anything like that. I don't even really remember much of the first game now, but I know like some of the characters, like if you play the earlier games and the sand fucking guy and the crocodile cunt and you know with his fucking mad suit on <laughs> and that. Like I know, I know them. I know these people. Butcher in this, though. I know of of the villains. I watched like back yeah. in the day the cartoons and stuff a way back when. But um, and and in, in isolation, like when I'm playing the games, mm-hmm. it's not like I'm like who, who the fuck are you? It's like well, this is a bad guy. I don't really need to know much more than that. Like I don't know. Mm. I didn't like the first game when you you deal with Miles and you're dealing with the, the bad guys and it's starting to introduce like you are picking up more than me so maybe you're benefiting more from me but I'm enjoying the game in, in isolation so I don't need to know mm-hmm. anything other than just you know I did Alexis what I said I didn't know his dad died whatsoever um so you know you're watching mm-hmm. that and it's and he, he dies and it's just it's it's a you know a, a big impact I don't know who. That boy was Mel's. I didn't know that eventually he was gonna end up as a Spider Man. Fucking had no fucking clue until it happened. So it's like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? To me, I'm like, oh my god, that's fucking really cool. And then everybody's like, ah, that's fucking Miles. Like, what the fuck? How did you not see? How did you not see that coming? (laughs) I'm like, oh, because I fucking didn't. I don't think we've ever had this conversation. Mm. Yeah, Yeah. I I don't think we've ever had this conversation. That's actually a great perspective of like. Yet, one, you're saying we're benefiting. I, I almost think we're losing because you're getting that experience for the first time. And mm. it is an untouched experience of like, okay, well, I know what's going to happen. The thing that we've just been complaining about of mm-hmm. like, well, we know how this is going to go. It's like, oh, shit. Well, if I didn't know that. Also, sorry. Uh, I oh, don't think that's going to go that way. Uh, uh, <laughs> But it, it it is like, oh, well, I didn't know it was going to turn into Miles. I didn't know it was that. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, that I would really, be cool. Uh, I genuinely had no yeah. idea. I didn't know who Miles was until the... I don't know. It, is, it does... The, it's the very end of the first game, eh? That you find out, like, that he's... Yeah. And whatever the fuck. So I, I didn't know. I didn't know that. I just thought it was like, oh, that's quite a... You know, that's a 
cool character he's going to learn off of him that's just about as much as i as i knew uh, and that's about it so i mean it, again i don't know like some of the the old villains for some of the earlier games but i'm not i'm not a comic book guy so i don't know all the different yeah. things but the only consistent thing that i seem to know is that that his uncle dies you know what i mean that's just like <laughs> yeah that's just this thing that keeps happening like i'm not i'm not overly familiar <laughs> with um with the uh, films the different films like obviously tom holland's ones oh. i've watched a few times but i've i've seen the other ones but i've just i'm no like I don't know them off by heart. Do you know what I mean? Like, I would, yeah. I would, I would like to probably go yeah, back yeah. And, and watch them and take them in again. But I've no, like, I don't, I don't know them to the point where if somebody was to show up and and I wouldn't know. I know the Green Goblin, but you know, and a couple of other ones. But I don't know like everybody. So I don't think well, it's. I've no missing it. I don't think. That's another part that's interesting. Of yeah, you're gaining from the surprises or the revelations. But it is interesting to think then, oh, Peter's been doing this for a few years in the first one, so he doesn't need to introduce Shocker or Scorpion or any of them. And does that hurt more for somebody who is coming in on this kind of like blind to a lot of that stuff? Because they do expect you to know the basics of Spider-Man mm -hmm. for those parts of it. Mm -hmm. So that's, yeah. mm -hmm. it is interesting kind of give and take of – well, for people who don't know Miles, you did not fucking see that coming. And then for people who know Spider-Man, we did, and we already know all the Scorpion stuff, but, like, you don't. Or the Sinister Sticks, for instance. Like, you don't, but you don't have any attachment to these characters now because you don't have any of that, like, 20-plus year yeah, history yeah, with yeah. these characters. It's, it's, funny, it's funny because obviously Sean's like at that end, uh, as he said, the green. I'm kind of mid, and you're, you're obviously fucking super fan at this point. Um, so I, I, even even see from for his perspective, for Sean's perspective, he's saying it was quite good because he didn't really know anybody. But I actually felt, I felt a wee bit like when it came to the more obscure villains that I was a wee bit like, who's this? Yeah. Like, you know, and then as I, as I was feeling like that, I was feeling like, oh, they're, they're supposed to have all this history, and I'm like, I fucking, I don't know who you are. <laughs> like, yeah. That, I don't know. No even No, even if I don't know who you are, in this, sometimes they don't even look like what I envisage them or what I've seen in a right. cartoon or whatever else, you know? Like, I think sure. it's, it's Scorpion. Scorpion looks like, is it Scorpion? He looks nothing like it a Scorpion. fucked up. Aye, doesn't he look? He's, I'm expecting Scorpion, big green suit, you know, big bulky mm. man. That's what I'm expecting, and he doesn't look, doesn't look like that, um, you know. So there's a few characters that we were like, who's that again? I, I think, I think um, a lot that, of it's personality-wise. Sorry, um, who did just to touch on that? Like, because no, he's obviously yeah. he's talking about like what I, I mean, individual personality, not not in the game. I mean, me and your personality. Like, uh -huh. I don't, uh -huh. I don't need to know much more than what's you know of face value. Mm. I don't mm. need to. I'm like this guy. Sure. This guy looks like he wants to kill me. I'm going to really kill. I'm going to try and kill him first. You know, he's. I don't yeah. need to know like his origin. I don't really know. I mean, sometimes sometimes it can go too much, or too far. Especially like you only want it. You only want it ruining it for you guys to be like, oh, I fucking know where you who you are, and I know where you came from. Like, mm. but at the same time, like, I I don't. I'm not missing it by no knowing what happened to him before. 
that because or yeah. before like what happened when he was starting like aye okay we've been doing this for a few years so his familiar familiar I kind of say that once I don't know why I keep trying to say it but the fact that the two of them are so <laughs> so, so I've, my, it keeps like my mind goes like oh by the way you want, you want to say that and it just doesn't work um, so the fact that the two of them are so familiar you pick up on the fact that they've danced before and they've fought before yeah yeah, yeah. that's all I need that's so, all you know so Here's a thought I just thought of. What if Miles Morales is actually the main character of this entire franchise? What if he I is mean, the I main character? Yeah, I'm into that. Because, <laughs> think, because yeah. uh, getting the end of, you maybe you're just getting the end of Peter's story that obviously leads you into the start of Miles and now it's Miles, obviously with that uh, whatever you want to call it. It's no DLC, it was a standalone, but you know it was kind of a half step it felt um, even though it was probably the better game I'd say. Um, oh, and now is this, go- yeah. is this going to be like the actual yeah I know you play as both but is it going to be like at some point at the end Peter's going to be like a way off because he's off his rocker and you actually play in the full end as Miles and it's like uh, Miles is actually the main character of actually through this franchise actually I'd be incredible and I also think it would play perfectly into a way of Miles saves the day. Peter realizes Miles doesn't need him anymore. Have it be this thing that they've already planted the seeds of. Peter is a teacher in this world, right? Mm-hmm. In Miles's game, Peter isn't in there because he's gone off to do humanitarian work. Maybe that's just where he goes with MJ and they just yeah. move on, yeah. right? Like, what a cool idea to have this be. Oh, you thought this was about Peter. Well, you've already seen Peter. Here's us building this character and this attachment. I mean, I think... I would think the majority of response that I've ever heard, I mean, from Ben to you to me to to, to Mac, of Miles's game is the better game. And, it like, does. Miles is a character... Again, I love Yuri. I think he's doing a phenomenal job. But it's also that thing of, I know Peter in and out. I just know him. So there's nothing... It, there's nothing left to explore about Peter, where Miles, although I know a lot about him, I don't know this version of Miles. This version of Miles is very different from Spider-Verse, and Spider-Verse is very different, like, fuck it, miles away, pun intended, from the comic <laughs> books, where yeah. I'm like, I'm fully invested in this this Miles Morales, so if you made him the main character, blow my brains out, like, oh, shit, this is... Blah, blow me away from this this is so cool what a great yeah. idea yeah. that would be and that, that would and that would make sense uh, how like the actual like the miles um game was actually it was just this start you know like yeah as i was saying about the spider-man game like even if you felt lost or you didn't know the characters and then it was like what's oh, sinister six and then this person this person you're like fucking hell who are all these people whereas miles was like no this is the beginning and this yeah. is every every character starting to come in, and this is the bad guy, and this is the bad guy. You know, there wasn't really any of this. This is a well-established person that you're supposed to know straight away, and you know there wasn't really any of that. Everybody was kind of explained. Yeah. Well, yeah, Backstory. that's the other thing of what excites me about Miles is the idea that I don't know everything about Miles. Like when Finn is introduced, I don't know if Finn's in the comics, but Finn was a character that I didn't know. I knew. Uh, the persona that they had, the Tinkerer, like that's a that's an existing character, but that's usually like some club in a basement who makes toys for villains. And it's like to have that play on who the Tinkerer was 
was so cool and again played into like what i want out of it is what mac has been getting out of it of oh i don't know what's coming like playing miles i didn't know what the fuck was coming which also made that game so much better to me of like ah, i love this i love what's going on so i hope i actually do hope that miles becomes the face of insomniac's spider-man going forward on because uh he's he's crushing it also the actor is i don't know his name sorry but he's also freaking incredible as yeah, miles yeah, so just, oh yeah. fucking good well that was uh hope everybody strapped on sale in for that because uh and we knew <laughs> we put that one at the end because we knew we had so much to talk about um i think that just goes to show how much we actually all love that these these uh, games so far um the spider-man games but as oh, yeah. i said maybe maybe mean Hoodie sounded wee bit more negative than Sean did, but it's just it just shows you how much we actually love this character and how much we actually want this game to be so good. Um, and we all do. We, every one of these games, we want them all to be nines out of tens, tens out of tens. But it's just not the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. But 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 for the future of gaming, I think it's looking bright so far for everybody. Mm-hmm. I think everybody's going to be eating well, and that's that's kind of been our highlights. For the coming future for 23 and 2024, actually, as well, which is exciting stuff. And we've, I, I believe we've, we ain't seen nothing yet. Dun, dun. Still got that Red Dead Redemption remaster. Oh, yeah, boy. That actually got me really excited, man. That got me excited. Damn right, man. Damn right. I mean, I, I could have came last year when I predicted it last year, but anyway. Oh, I also, <laughs> Spider Man. I'm still holding out for this Miles Morales uh, Jordan. See, even if they put the one that's in the Spider-Verse, that still counts, I think, because that's the same shoe and they still got to buy it. Sean's saying no. Hoodie will say aye, because Hoodie's an agreeable we'll gentleman. We have to look at whatever you said, word for word, and you said the game. You said I, the game. I think I, think said I said whatever game? he wears. I think what I, I said whatever he wears, you can buy. I think no, that's no. what I said. So, anyway, doesn't matter. That's a conversation for another day. <laughs> Oh, Mr. Max, say your goodbyes. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, that was uh, a good episode. Uh, I, I went and um, reordered this morning because I knew that the Spider-Man was going to be the, the biggest point and we built up to it quite well. I think we you know, covered a lot of good a good games. Um, and I, I, it's, it's exciting. Sometimes it feels like we don't have that much coming and then you kind of realise you actually have quite a lot to get through never mind look at what's coming so i'm quite um yeah i'm quite keen i'm i'm, I'm is it like i've i've said to gary i'm, I'm enjoying my my golf so i ain't gonna ditch it just ran you know for for no reason because when you're playing a game you're enjoying it you you have to just play it until you're fed up yet it's just what it is so I'll, I'll play that until i'm i'm fed up but i know that i've got so many good games just sitting for me um even games that i bought you know, last year games that I got gifted for me at Christmas, they're still there, and and I'll I'm wait my way through it. It just feels like you never can get caught up, but uh, I'm sure I'll get there eventually. Um, but hopefully I'll be able to talk more in the in the coming weeks. Um, maybe we'll try and sneak another. Well, we actually we have to make another episode in uh, in August. Um, before you know other holidays and stuff like that. So. Hopefully we'll get an episode in another couple of weeks' time and get some topics back up. It's been fun being the the passenger for we change. I can say, um, you know, Gary did a fantastic job, obviously. And um I did I did 
I did miss it. I missed the the the, the role. It's good being the driver. Um, this has been a perfect episode for you to go through because we have that, you know, list and we're hitting it Don't as win. we go. So, um, but no, hats off to you. Good, um, great job. And um, yeah, Thank see you all later. Cheers. Yeah, I mean, I think you did a great job hosting. Just shout out, shout out, Gary. Mm-hmm. Shout out, Gary, in the comments. Let him, let him know that he's just a he's just a good boy. They go he's say, good boy, good Gary. Boy. Good boy, Gary. Uh, yeah, it, whatever console you play on, I hope you find a game that you love because games are fucking cool, man. Yeah. Goodbye, children. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Vault Dwellers podcast. You can keep up with Gary Moore at Gary Moore's Art over on Instagram. Keep up with myself, Twitter, on Twitch at MrMac92. And you can't keep up with Hoodie at the Penny Marvels over on Instagram. A very special shout out to Al the Predator Tribesman for creating the intro and outro music. Thanks again for listening. Take care. Bye.